Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fast on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99 It's the Ron and Fez Show. Fat Tuesday. Today's the end of uh, party time. Tomorrow starts Lent. Give up something big. And by the time your Lent is over, the weather will be beautiful. And you'll be able to come out of that thinner, ready to snort coke, shoot speedballs, and enjoy your spring. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. A lot of people like to uh, give up looking at beautiful women for Lent. Uh, and Chris Stanley has put up something on the iBank today. Stunning. I'm not familiar with this girl. What's her name? Her name is Miranda Kerr, an Australian... I can even better than supermodel. She's a Victoria's Secret girl, Sports Illustrated. You can't be better than supermodel. Ridiculous. She's in a new Reebok commercial, and she strips it all off. And it's fucking crazy how hot this woman is. But this is a safe for work. Yeah, ultimately, yeah, it's safe for work. But what do you mean ultimately? Barely, it is safe for work. Barely safe for work. Well, she's a stunner. Gorgeous, yeah. And I guess the little bit there, she gets ready for the shower, and she's still wearing her sneakers. Oh, yes, she is. And yet, the sneakers don't get wet in the shower. I guess. I don't know. I'm just staring at her, really. She's married to Orlando Bloom, or at least was. They're separated. Orlando Bloom being Legolas. Oh, I didn't know about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Legolas the Elf in the Lord of the Rings How do you end up losing something like this, dude? I guess he's got more coming. I guess, but is this going to be better than Miranda Kerr? I mean, look at this goddamn video. This commercial. It's crazy. Well, I'm just more like surprised how big her apartment is. I mean, two <laughs> floors? How much are you paying for that? You're gay. First of all, that is a gay thing to say. <laughs> but now that you bring it up, I will tell you, that's about a 7 to $9 million apartment. It's the type of apartment people who don't live in New York think are New York apartments <laughs> because fucking Hollywood movies lie so much. This is where the friends live. Right. But it is. It's two floors. It's spectacular. And that's a fucking brown. Is she song. on the whole building? Yeah, she's a supermodel, dude. She's married to goddamn Legolas. It's this is Used not to. her actual apartment. We're you're not watching her on Pal Talk. Look, I'm, this is a commercial. I'm buying into the hotness, everything. I'm buying into that she owns and 
Yeah, she owns. She bought that apartment. She's not renting. You know what? Chris Stanley is correct about you. You're going to end up a little gay man <laughs> asking people what they're wearing on a fucking <laughs> red carpet. And what are you wearing? What are they wearing? <laughs> Who is it? Is that Louis V? Can you? Oh, okay. You're. A w- uh, that's what he gets out of it. So that's up on the iBank today as. Uh, Miranda Kerr peels for Reebok, <laughs> and then the safe for work, which I don't even think I've ever seen that up that way before. Hey, here's JW down in New Orleans. How you doing, buddy? Oh, good. How you doing, Lonnie? I just want to wish all y'all a happy Mardi Gras down here in New Orleans. So today is the end of Mardi Gras, correct? Well, no, until 12 o'clock, it's the end. Right, so by going saying today, I was 100% correct. So <laughs> tomorrow, all the madness is over, and you'll become good Catholics again. Well, uh, well, you could say they become good Catholics down here, but they, they try to do their best. Chris Stanley, have you figured out what you're giving out for Lent yet? Not yet, I don't know. I got the perfect thing for you to give up for Lent. What's that? The final episode of True Detective. No, I'm not going to do that. Put it, you still get to see it. You put it off 40 days. Would you do that for the Lord? He needs to. You really do. That's the real sacrifice. People are going to talk about it. I'm going to find out what happens. We're going to talk about it on this show. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'll send you out in the hall when I do. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> I know, but you want a Lent that pushes you. I mean, I've, I've given up alcohol so many times for Lent, and I've successfully done it. I'm, I'm done with giving up alcohol. Why don't you give up cigarettes? Duh. Would you be able to give up cigarettes or True Detective? <sighs> I feel like I'm addicted to both. I'll give up... I'll give up True Detective. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Are you really? I'll, I'll, I'll wait 40 days until the, fucking, until the end. Until I watch it again. I've already figured out what I'm giving up. Comic book movies. Oh, what the fuck? I do not, I'm not, don't even bring them up to me. Today I'm going to splurge on them. I'm going to watch Green Arrow fight Hawkman. You don't even like them. What's not to like? They're all great. Did you hear the new, uh, the new comic book movie news? Uh, you, this is going to shock you, but no, I haven't. <laughs> this might fuck up your lens, so I'm telling you now. Yeah, good. Uh, Mardi Gras. So, the Batman vs. Superman movie's coming out. Affleck's going to be Batman. The director came out and said... There will be. I'm blowing up the mythology of the series, so it's not going to be any canon or anything. They're not going to. They don't care about the, what happens in the comic books. It's just going to be its own story. He's going to do whatever he wants. Zack Snyder, the director of this new movie. So what it could be like Superman is just a guy who's kind of strong, yeah. and he can see pretty good. Exactly. <laughs> he can do, he's going to do whatever he wants. He doesn't give a shit. He's, he doesn't care what the fanboys thinks. He just hits what he's doing. Batman uh, just works at a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> And a lot of times he just wears dark colors. <laughs> of course, Zack Snyder. Why not just shit all over the comic books? The things. How that, would you tell the difference? The things that are actually make it possible for you to make these blockbuster films and make hundreds of millions of dollars. So good. Batman will have his mask off for half of the movie. Everyone knows who Superman is by the end of the last one. So now everyone will know who Batman is. Uh, Alfred the Butler will really just be Batman's dad, who was never shot and killed. Let's just crap all over it. All right, Fez is on the bandwagon here. You're digging it in a big, big way. No, I'm not digging it. He's already ruined this movie, and they haven't even started shooting it yet. I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, I don't think it is. 
All you have to do, Zack Snyder, is take a comic book. It's already your movie's already storyboarded for you. Follow the damn comic book. There's so many of them. There's so, don't they already act like? Oh, Krypton's inside of a fucking glass bottle, and then there's a super dog and a super boy and yeah. a super girl. Some crazy. I mean, yeah, don't all add, of that happens. Yes, don't, they don't. They don't stick to it as if it's the gospel. They already go out and break these things. This is exciting because now you're gonna get something totally new, and you don't know what's gonna happen. Comic I book fans don't want something totally new. They want their comic books brought to life. It's the easiest thing in the world, Zack Snyder, is to make a comic book movie. I don't think it is. I don't think that's it's the easiest, so simple. Easiest CGI. Thing in the world. I would say the easiest thing in the world is reading them and then bitching about it. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not all that familiar with Zach. I don't his name. Do I know what he's done? He directed the Three Hundred and Watchmen. Oh, and what more the, do you want? He's great. Oh, that Watchmen really, stunk. That guys, awful, his track record. That awful sucker punch movie. All right, I wanted to see something. Fez, how many times did you go to the theater to see Watchmen? Five. Then why would you say <laughs> that it fucking stunk? I wanted to get my opinion together. You, I remember the first five. You loved it, and then later you hated it. It's like almost three hours God. long. That movie. I bought the DVD and soundtrack to Django, but uh, trust me, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Not going to be a fan of this one. He's already telling us that he intends... You know, it's like he wants to go ahead and just stab people. Because he's already telling you, guess what? I have every intention of fucking up this story of Batman and Superman. Just letting you know now, everyone. I have every intention of just messing with this thing. Why would he do that? What's in it for him? Oh, I'm seeing that uh, Jermaine Lassier is the person... That you link to on this, it's up on the iBang, but it's linked to Slash Film with Jermaine Lassier. Straight from the G, baby. Now, how does he feel about it? Is he happy? Uh, he actually said he doesn't know what he what to think about this. It could be good, it could be bad. Well, isn't that true, though? <laughs> I mean, we don't know until the movie's made. I have no problem realizing what's going to happen here. I'm going to start writing that on every article I write. You know what? This movie's so bad, Fez is only going to see it four times. If he says that he's going to blow up the DC universe that these uh, characters live in, then yeah, he's already told us that this thing is just we're just out the window. I'm sure Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg, is going to keep his big mop of hair. Would you be angry if Superman and Batman had sex? I, that would be against the DC universe. So that you wouldn't be happy with that? No, I wouldn't. Look who's anti-gay. I'm not <laughs> anti-gay. I'm I'm pro-gay and pro-comic books. Again, and sticking to the script. There's comic books where Superman died, Batman died. One Superman's fucking old. The other one, he's a baby. There were six Superman at once. One point, there was a, a, a Superman who was afraid of magic and wore a different fucking costume. Didn't he play for the Globetrotters once? That's Meadowlark, and he's fucking great. <laughs> uh, Gary, you're on the Run Fed show. Hey, yeah. Fed, it's really pretty simple. Just don't go see it. It doesn't matter. If you don't like it, don't see it. Don't ruin it for everybody else because you don't like it. Is it ruined for you now, Gary? What's that? Did Fez ruin it for you? No, I don't care. I, I don't give a damn about it either way. I just think it's funny that Fez gets so upset about it. And uh, nobody's going to strap him in a chair and make him watch it. 
Uh, Bobby, you're on the Run of Fez show. Zack Snyder's the one ruining it. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. How are you, sir? I had a question for Fezzy. Yes. Fez, you complained a minute ago about this comic book movie's already being storyboarded for you. just opened up the comic book, and that's what Snyder did with Watchmen, and you said you hated it. Um, help me out. Watchmen is like one of only a couple comics that I read myself. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. I read The Watchmen. Someone sent that in. And I think... It wasn't a Batman Year Zero or something like that. Year or one. Coke Zero. It was Batman Coke <laughs> Zero. I thought it was good, and it didn't have all the calories and caffeine. Can't stand this product. Am I wrong thing. with the Batman Year Zero? Is there something? No, that there's Batman uh, Year One. Is that the uh, one I read? Yeah, you read uh, The Dark Knight Returns. What was that about? That was in the future when Batman is old, comes out of retirement, ends up fighting Superman. No, I read the other one first. I, I didn't like that one as much because it looked like weird. It was very weird illustrations. Yeah. Um, here's uh, Larry. Larry, you're on the Run of Fez show. Larry. Oh, we lost you, buddy. So you're not going to go see this, Fez? Um, I would. I want to see exactly what he's going to do to it before I decide if I'm going to go see it or not. Well, how would you know unless you went and saw it? I'll probably now see. This is where Zack Snyder paints everyone into a corner where you have to wait for spoiler alerts to see if he's ruined it or not. This is going to be just like that last Joel Schumacher Batman and Robin. With Clooney, that was so bad. Where Batgirl is no longer Commissioner Gordon's daughter. She's Alfred the Butler's niece. What's the difference? The thing is... It goes against the whole story, the whole Batgirl origin. Yeah, but we've already said, don't they change their origins and everything again? I mean, they just make up shit because they can. They're just drawing stuff. It's kind of like a crapshoot, really. Just whatever happens. Like, whenever there's a new writer, the whole thing could possibly change on any of these comic books. And everyone hated the Schumacher one because they said he gated it up. You would have thought that's what you would have liked. Yeah, the suits have nipples on them. How's that gay? That? Don't all humans have nipples? No. <laughs> it's gay. <laughs> Only gay guys do. Um, here's uh, Mark. Mark in Florida. You're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron, I just wanted to uh, call and let Fez know, hey, man, you just got to shut your K-corn, dude. Oh, shut the hell up. No, shut your K-corn. Bobby? Bobby, in Connecticut, you're on the run of Fez show. million bucks, Ronnie B. Thanks. Uh, I was just wondering if you could do us all a favor and maybe sound a K-corn at the beginning of the show so that we know to tune in. They don't let go of the K-corn thing. No, they don't. Um, Kyle, Boston, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, boys? Fuzzy, I thought you weren't going to see any more movies, period, until the Riddler comes back. Oh, yeah, he broke that. That was the Christopher Nolan ones. And now those are done. Christopher Nolan makes another movie. I'm not going to see it. Actually, he's supposed to be making that Matthew McConaughey movie that's supposed to be pretty fucking amazing this year. McConaughey is nothing but great things ahead for that, man. Um... Here's uh, Jeff. Jeff, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, buddy. Hey, Fezzy, remember a few years ago when The Dark Knight was, you know, coming out and everyone heard that uh, Christopher Nolan hired Heath Ledger to play the Joker? There was a little bit of skepticism and people were a little unsure until we saw the trailer. 
and it turned out to be, you know, one of the coolest things ever. So I think Snyder is actually going to do a really good job, and the fact that we don't know too much about it, he may surprise us. Yeah, Fuzzy, why can't you be positive about this? I can't be positive about any of this. This is the worst comic book news we've heard. And this is it. I'm not even complaining about casting. It's changing everything up. Okay. That is supposed to go with the comic book. You, you know, they take this thing is now put off another year before it's supposed to come out. They get your hopes up for these things, and then uh, just sit there and photograph a turd and put it in a theater. Don't you think your level of anger is a little high for an adult male? No, this is how I feel about this. I think you, it's appropriate. You already have the comic book. You can read it anytime you want. Like, unless your mom comes in and tells you lights out. All right, Liz said Spire says, I need to read Preacher. Um, it's really dark and awesome. It's a good one. Hope it doesn't get ruined like Walking Dead. I thought she loved Walking Dead. I never understand these Walking Dead fans. They were all so happy, and now they're saying what I said. What a bunch of shit. I guess they change it from the comic book or whatever. I don't know. I don't read them. I thought it fucking... I thought Walking Dead was ridiculous when I tried to watch it. So, Everybody was like, You're fucking crazy. It's so awesome. It's unbelievable. Join our thread. And now they can say to me, You know what sucks? Walking Dead. I'm like, What? I said... But I... But I'm the one who told... <laughs> It's seen. Oh, God, it's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting when I recreate reality. Breathtaking. Um, here's, um, here's Dave in Chicago. You're on the Run of Fez show. What's up, boys? Um, yeah, uh, my question for Fez. I don't understand why Zack Snyder can't introduce some originality into the movie. How's that different from the comic book writers? You know, changing up the DC universe. Why the the anger? That's DC. It's their company. It's their characters. This is Zack Snyder borrowing characters that he intends on ruining. Well, you act like they like DC isn't behind this and not saying they have the opportunity to say who's directing their film. He's basically the same way that if he would took over the comic book for a while. I, I yeah, I have no idea why they would hire this guy. All right, so you're admitting. That they already do this, and the same people who do this said to Zack Snyder, please come in here and do this for us. Well, I would think that's also Warner Brothers more than DC they having have, a hand in that. They have to make a deal with Warner Brothers. DC owned these characters. They sold them or rented them, and then you're it's, it's left up to that. Like if someone writes a book and they come and say, we want to make a movie about that, if you, you can say no. I don't want you to. This thing is already fucking cartoons. How could it be any more ridiculous? They've done everything but fucking hand puppets. I don't understand why they have to do shit like um, at the end of the Superman movie that Zack Snyder did, the first one, uh, where he tells the general, hey, I'm from Kansas. So everyone, he tells uh, uh, Lois Lane knows that he's Clark Kent. All of this stuff just takes you right out of the movie as soon as you see these things. You weren't out of the movie before then? I was trying. It was really bad, Fez. It was really bad long oh, yeah, before I the thing. yeah, I said that it stunk. How many times did you say it? I saw that one six times. It's <laughs> crazy. What? Trying to find some redeeming value in it. Trying to cut the guy a break. 
So really, it doesn't matter how you feel because you're still going to give them your money. Maybe I would have seen it ten times in the theater. Hmm. I think it has to leave sooner or later. <laughs> Got to make way for the next film. <laughs> Probably in some little one, like, you know, Kansas. The they Dollar still, Theater. They still, they have, still have Dollar Theaters. Yeah, in the hood. I used to love to go to a dollar theater. Oh, they were awesome. This fucking film was all chewed up and shit. It's awful. You're sitting like, you're sitting in a seat, but the seat in front of you has a fucking trash bag <laughs> over top of it. <laughs> He's showing Spider-Man 3. Should I be masturbating in here? Um, here's uh, Kevin. You're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. I yeah. love your gay concept of Batman Superman. We'll just call it Buttman Takes the Superload. Uh, here's uh, William. William, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, how's it going? Uh, you know, I got to say, I think I unbelievably kind of agree with Fezzy. Um, you know, I certainly am, a, am, you know, I understand that a lot of these comic book companies, you know, they're trying to keep these characters that are, you know, 50, 60 years old, fresh and, and you know, in, in the mind's eye. But at the same time, you know, I mean, there has to be some, there has to be some form of consistency. You know, like, I guess, like, to, to Fez's point, you know, Lois Lane finds out that Superman is Clark Kent. Our redheaded like, Lois Lane. Yeah, right, okay. All right, but, but, but here's the thing that you guys refuse to understand. If you really wanted to do these things right, and Fez is being very level-headed, very middle of the road today, and I appreciate that. But Me the too. fact of the matter is, if you were to do a Billy the Kid movie today, it would have to be way different because you can't get away, shoot people in the street, and then go into a bar and have a drink. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking Superman and Batman belong back in the 1930s. They, If Batman was around today, we would know who he was within 24 hours. Fucking Superman would be followed constantly, and the government would have to think, how do we destroy this fucking alien? Not, oh, this is great, someone with superpowers is here. Look at the way that they treat Iron Man in a fucking movie, where they're like, we need to take those powers for ourselves. Imagine how the government would feel about Superman. It would be like the worst thing that we could think of for this planet. An alien is here, fucking melting shit with his eyes, <laughs> and uh, turning the fucking planet backwards. But, I mean, they have to first figure out who he is behind his big, thick glasses that are apparently just a force field. A I can't tell who people are when they put glasses on, so that did make sense to me. They make and he didn't have that pop. little curl in his hair. If Zack Snyder wants to change all the characters, like he intends on doing, like he's told us all he's going to now, then just make up your own characters. Don't fuck with these icons. Just go make your own movie about different superheroes, and you can create your own fucking universe any way you want to. He doesn't have to screw with Batman and Superman. This would be a lot more effective if you owned Warner Brothers. Then you can say stuff. I like, wish I did today. I wish you did, too. <laughs> Not just today, all the time. I wish I would fucking own Warner Brothers. I wish Fez did. That way I could milk the company without having to worry about anything. He'd be living in a Miranda Kerr apartment. God damn. With Miranda Kerr. 
Probably. <laughs> you wouldn't want that, would you? Ugh. You're like, get out of the fucking shower, whore. This is my, this is my two-level abode. With Legolas. Well, you, <laughs> the only thing that would have made that commercial better for him is a big fucking sack of hairy balls and a thick cock. Kind of ruined. In that order. <laughs> I was just selling shoes. This is a great cock commercial. <laughs> um, here's uh, here's Joe. Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I'm wondering if they uh, will keep the new movies real in terms of superpowers, and will Superman be able to hear K-Corns around the world? Oh, fuck off with the K-Corn shit. I'm not going to fucking do that another day. I'm talking about this asshole Zack Snyder who intends on fucking up these these movies and then brag about it, showing no respect to the characters that have been around all these years. Here's Joe and Yonkers. Hey, Joe. Ronnie. Yeah. Because he's missing it. He should create his own character, The Adventures of K-Corn, and be as creative as he wants. How about, now we make one about you, The Adventures of the Asshole Caller. I've got to go, Commissioner Gordon, sounding the K-Corn. Oh, Harvey Firestein Jr.'s here today. <laughs> hey, don't give away his identity. Wait, who? No. Don't give away his identity. I live in the shadows. You've ruined his universe. <laughs> nice job, One Voice. Why don't you bring up K-Corn again? <laughs> Whoa. Got him. My feelings. This K-Corn thing is still bothering you for day two? It's, there's reasons why it's bothering me into day two. I'm trying to talk about Superman, Batman, and how that shit's ruined already. Two years in advance. All right. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show. Please do not bring up K-Corn. I'll just... I don't often get around to this, but... Fez, you were a little pissed off about the K-Corn thing, and you took it a little more seriously than you should have. Um, here's Ted in Rhode Island. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. How's it going? Good. So, uh, Fezzy, I'm with you. Uh, that Watchmen movie was kind of a disaster. Zack Snyder doesn't really have a, a feel for the characters. I'm like... Right. And I'm... I'm not really a Superman guy. I am a Batman guy, but they really screwed up Jonathan Kent in that Superman movie, the new one. Did you you know what I'm talking about? Oh the yeah, where song. his son can't go save him thirty feet away from a tornado. Yeah, because it's because because yeah, because the world would find out who Superman really is. Oh wait, Zack Snyder, they do at the end of the film anyway. Yeah, and and says he bullshit. Uh, you know what? One more thing. <laughs> Damn. Man. What's that? He did a joke to you. The one more thing thing. Oh, clever. Mm. Um, here's Eric. Eric in Atlanta, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you doing? Good. Hey, a little late to the show here. What? What's this cake? What's this cake corn thing? Yeah, act like you don't fucking know. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Here's what you fucking do. Go ask Sam Roberts what cake horn is. Alright. Just call his his clip show tomorrow and ask what <laughs> what K-Corn's all about. Today he's ta of course, like a the little pat rack that he is, he's take a founds a piece of tape, people busting my balls about saying K-Corn, goes running with it to O and A so he can just start stirring up shit one more time around here. Um, Sam Roberts is, uh, for people that don't know him, because Sam's on the... Because he's nobody? 
No, because he's on the ONA channel, and not everybody here gets to hear the fabulous uh, Opie and Anthony show without being part of that platform. But Sam is executive producer for ONA, and sometimes he... I guess he's a burr in your saddle, Fez. Is that the best way to put it? Uh, that would be a polite way to put it. He's a little asshole who likes to start crap. I can't wait. Just uh, is basically a stalker to me. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till I say something that everyone seems to find a f- to be a fuck up. That would be K-Corn. Yeah, that was yesterday's. Right, so so now this is his new vendetta, his new flag to fly. Uh, Fez, we're not against gays here. <laughs> I said flag. Oh, okay, gotcha. Then that's fine. Um, Yesterday, Fez wanted to say either shut your horn or shut your your cake hole, but it came out, shut your cake horn, and then we got a little bit of laugh about it. The listeners ran with it, yeah, and without really paying attention to us, we had no idea what was going on. They trended it number one on Twitter by hashtag Kcorn, and that annoyed Fez to no end. Sam thought that that was funny, took it over to our buddies ONA. And they played it, and for some reason that got you even angrier. Yeah, that's the executive producer of their show. Uh, just listening to me and using that as material to take back to O&A. Uh, Dustin, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, did uh, Fez just call Sam a little pat rack? Fuck the pat rack. Oh, I'm sure I did, Dustin. Why don't you start fucking trending now? Don't, don't. So you're, uh, you're not, this isn't like a fun joke for you today. No, no, it wasn't fun yesterday. It's less fun today, having to listen to that stuff on O&A. So, um, you said you got some clips from the O&A show. Yeah, I got some from earlier today. Why are you happy? Why are you, yeah, why the joy? Hashtag <laughs> it's, it's getting out there, you know, I'm proud of it. Why are you proud of it? You weren't the one who said it. Well, part Fez of said, Fez you should show. feel proud, Fez. If you were part of the Ron and Fez show, you would have been backing me up yesterday instead of having, a, <laughs> instead of having your joy time. I think he's going out to lunch with Sam today, too. Oh, I, I wouldn't doubt that at a moment. Mm. I would. I can't picture either one of them reaching in and grabbing their wallet. Fuck no. Um, Sharon and Maine, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, hey, Chris. Um, why you don't like it when everybody goes and picks on you and calls you names and everything else? Like, so what kind of names does it get called, Sharon? Chris goes. Everybody says that Chris is a loser. Chris is. <laughs> Wait, you know, who says I'm a loser? What the fuck? But but you can go and you can pick on Fez. That's know. true. Hey Sharon, you're the loser. You're the pothead. You're supposed to be backing him up. You're supposed to be backing him up. He's supposed to be working with you. Why you pick him on him? I ain't picking on him. It's yeah, we trended worldwide. We trended worldwide. Else, you know how to make him mad and you know how to push his buttons. So you do push his buttons sometimes, what, what like button? with this hashtag Kcorn. <laughs> Fez has a right to sit there and uh, you know. Tell everybody how we feel, and you don't like to be called names, and you don't like to be called names either. So why are you? Sharon is right about that. You don't Thank like you, to Sharon. be called names, but Fez, who's had your back through this whole thing? You, thing. <laughs> you're the only one. Ever since I came out, you're the only one who's had my back in this world. 
you think um, that this has something to do with you wanting to be a gay? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, mm. this is where it all started. All right. Yes, Fez says pack rack. But don't start pushing pack rack. <laughs> Let me make a grand apology right now. I accept. I'm pissed. I'm not apologizing to you. All right. Um, to who? The other rat in here, Shelby. A pack, a pack rack? Um, Darren, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, Fez, I'm with you, man. This is bullshit. I saw Sam's Instagram, and he does. He is flying a flag, and it does have a K-corn on it. Where did he get that at? Wow. Wait, are these things real? The only one that's seen his Instagram. You got an Instagram? I don't have one. Too bad. You can put a K-corn on yours. Mm. All right, let's take a listen. And you feel like this, and this is from uh, the fabulous ONA show, and they've got their own channel called the ONA channel. And this is what's actually happening here. Sam is here's Sam alerting them to K Corn. Yeah. So Fezzi thinks management doesn't respect him, or something like that. Something to that effect. He walked around as Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. At least you know Anthony respects him. <laughs> Does he understand he might have brought a little of this on to himself? What I were some of the other things he's done in recent memory? He did walk around as Hitler. Yeah. He dyed his mustache like a rainbow. Right. He wore a wig for no particular reason for about six to eight months. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even though he had a full head of hair. It's great. Come on. All right. Oh, Sam, the Fez Watley historian. He really does know quite a bit. Um, But let me uh, once again have Fez's back here and say, yes, Fez walked around as Hitler once for less than a week. Less than a week he was dressed as Hitler. (laughs) And he was was baby Hitler, too. And you you were worried about your hair. That's when you wore that wig because you had been scratching your head a lot? Yeah, my scalp was all because of a nervous condition, an OCD that I have that I've been diagnosed with. My scalp was all bloody, so I put on that wig. That toupee, it was really a toupee because it was just on the top of your head, and I didn't even notice. Thank you, because you always have my back. (laughs) It blended. It blended in a way. Um... Here's uh, Don. Don, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. How are you? Yeah. Hey, Fez, you're a radio legend. Why are you getting, letting this little piece of shit get a rub off of your heat? How come you haven't smacked his fucking face yet? Oh, I'm not. I, I won't ever hit Sam. I won't smack Sam. Mm, I would have bet on that. I, I've got meetings today later on, but I would never hit him. I'll, I'll just put it this way Sam's on my list. Good enough. <laughs> what? What list? There's a list? Yeah, it's you called, don't need to know about it, Chris. Chris, I will tell you this much. It's called the least scariest list in history. <laughs> On the top of it says people I refuse to bother. <laughs> I've got Sam. That's all I need to say. Sam's on it. You hear that, Sam? You just made the list. I'm not going to go into any more details. Kiss because list. there are none. <laughs> it's just a crazy-ass list. All right. Um, John, John, you're on the Run and Fez show. 
Hey, but is a uh, is Anne's kiss on your list also, Fez? I don't understand how guys are supposed to have your because back. your kiss. <laughs> I, I don't understand how guys are supposed to have your back if you think everybody's out to get you. I would expect the guys on my own team would have my back. They're going to end up on your list. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Again, not being backed up here. Are you happy with this, Sam? You just made the pack rack list. Now shut your cake hole. I'd actually like to see Sam and, and Fez do this song together. <laughs> Hey, Jerry, Jerry, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I got a spy report. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Zach was apparently seen down at the fishbowl yesterday around 4.30, and he was bragging about how he was going to be on borders because apparently he's, uh, he's uh, a K-corn pack rack. Ties it all together. Just fucking assholes. Yeah, lead the parade of assholes, Sam. You're in charge. All right, let's hear a little more of the O&A show. Wow, that's fucking <laughs> funny. And then those guys got cake horn trending all over the place yesterday on Twitter, right? Cake horn, cake horn, yeah, became the number one trending topic in the United States yesterday. Nice, nice. it's it just completely stopped the argument, right. the, the discussion <laughs> yeah. they were having. Did you just say cake horn? That's all it takes. All then, of a sudden, well, discussion over cake horn. Was that the sound not, of a cake horn you just made? Yes, cake horn. Not according to Fez. No, no. Oh. That's hysterical, though, Fez. He is right. I forgot what we were even discussing before it all became about Cakehorn. We were discussing an email that I got over the weekend and a phone call that I got from Don Wicklin oh. about uh, staying away from the fishbowl. Mm. Don't let the gay weirdo get near the fishbowl. Don shouldn't say stuff like that. <laughs> he didn't say it. Don was passing it along information. Uh, uh, and so who called you a gay weirdo? Oh, it was somebody uh, down the hallway. I'll, I'll just say this. They inferred it. We think that, but we shouldn't say it. But it is one of the best ways to uh, to say what someone is. Look who it is. Here's the, the boss just swung by. I guess to check on you. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. I'm pissed about this thing on ONA today. All right, let's take uh, another listen. <laughs> That's fucking funny. And then, and then those guys got cake horn trending all over the place yesterday on Twitter, right? Cake horn. Cake horn yeah. became the number one trending topic in the United States yesterday. Nice. It's... It All right, Chris, completely... I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but we shouldn't play the same one over and over. Like, reruns should wait a while. <laughs> Let's hear the next one. That rules. I love it. Oh, Vito's, is that fucking great? Vito is their intern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like he's crying. He's like, I love that. I love Everybody was laughing at K-Corn. Sounded like an extra from The Sopranos. Oh, it was K-Corn. All right, that was when you yelled at Vito yesterday. Yeah, Vito for taking Shelby and Chris's lead. On mm. not backing me up and just having his own little giggle fest about it. The fact that I said one little stupid word, apparently. I don't know why, but people are going crazy on Pack Rack today. Pack Rack. Uh, and they're doing a hashtag Pack Rack. 
Well, did you want to apologize to Vito? No, I don't want to apologize to Vito. I'm not going to apologize to someone who is sitting here laughing along with everybody else. Just even if he does, if he's too dumb to even understand what was going he's on, he's not dumb. He's just big. He's just big. Um, here's uh, Dan. Dan, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Ronnie B. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, hey, I was wondering with the new station and all, would it be cool if you guys could make some, uh, maybe some K-corn pack rack cards that could be part holder number one, please? Why don't you go make one and shove it up your ass? All right, Fezzy. This is our listeners. Mike, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Ronnie B. A million bucks. Hey. I was wondering if Fezzy caught uh, Raw last night. I saw some of it, not the whole show. Yeah, I could have swore I heard chance of K-Corn in between the chance for CM Pat Rat. K-Corn! K-Corn! Nice work. Too far. You were still doing Got it. Got really into it. Um, here's Lou. Lou, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. I think, uh, Fez, what you need to do, the worst thing possible for Sam is start, uh, the worst thing you can say, hashtag Sam Roberts is a sack. The worst thing you can say to him. You feel great saying that word? That word's offensive, right? It's, it's totally offensive. You feel like you, you got something over on somebody? He didn't, right? Of course him, not. Look at him no. laughing over there. Yeah, because he hasn't realized his own orientation yet. That's the worst thing you can say about somebody. Then, then he'll actually become a little bit more sensitive. Right now, he's trying to put up as many shields as he can. It's like he shields in Yarnell over there, right, Fez? That's him. Um, here's Jeff. Jeff, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, buddies, I was wondering if this little battle slash war between uh, Fez and Sam can be called the Battle of Little Big K-Corn. Charge! That's stupid, right, Fez? Ridiculous. Mm. It's not even funny. A little bit. I mean, I, I am on your side, man. I mean, the whole nation just mind their own K-Corn, you know, for lack of a better, for lack of a better term. Boy, if I was you, I wouldn't even fucking mention their names before I check you out another fucking window. Uh, here's Pat in Philly. You're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, is K-Corn the biggest mess, messed up in radio since Baba Gooey? K-Corn, K-Corn, K-Corn. Um, here is, uh, Hot Rock Johnny from the, from the Hot Rock Cafe. Am I on that list? Am I allowed to not come in? I'm concerned now. I mean, I even got... I don't care what you do. Honestly. You're mad at Johnny for real? Johnny jumps in with everyone else. With Vito, with Shelby, with Chris. What? I always liked Johnny. Yesterday, what did you tell him? You said something really mean to him. <laughs> I called him a, a sicko. It like happens, a sick. It sicko, I think. Oh, a yeah. fucking sicko. I have the audio if you want to hear it. Uh, yeah, of course wanna, you yeah, do. I, that yeah. you can play right. Or are you just going to repeat another uh, O&A clip? Hey, Hard Rock Johnny, how you doing, buddy? Hey, happy Mardi Gras, everybody. If you get a baby in your K-corn, you got to buy the next K-corn next year. <laughs> See, you want a baby in your mouth, you fucking sicko. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you caught yourself when you knew you were being mean to Johnny. Uh, Coughed on the O. Yeah. Johnny, sorry about that. Sometimes okay. Fez gets a little upset. Yeah, no, I mean, I know Fez for a long time, and he's upset with me. It's okay. Chris, what were the bosses checking on? They just wanted to give, you know, talk, talk in K-corn with me. 
Loving the K-Corn? Loving K-Corn. Big K-Corn fans. All about the CH. I know that Sam has written some nice things. Sam's oh, sure. A, Sam's a fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sam's puts his stuff out there to try to turn everybody completely against me. Obviously, down the hallway. Uh, yeah, like Sam is a, doesn't walk around here talking about the bosses constantly in the hallways. What does he say? Oh, oh, they're turning my show into a clip show. Oh, I have to do a clip show. Ah. Well, I'm going to give you this. It's a good impression. It's a good impression. He does sound like that. But you got to remember, we used to do the Sammy Sweetheart and Ronnie crossover. That uh, it seemed like it had a, a niche audience that was enjoying it for a while. It was the only time it was good. Thank you, Fez. I got your back, too. Yeah. We got each other's backs. That's us. The important thing is everybody's friends. That's the important thing. Is that all the clips? Or you got any more? That's all stuff from ONA today. I could listen to those clips forever. Um, Jason, you're on the Ron Fez show. But, um, I, I was just wondering how, like, why does Fez read comic books, but he refuses to read, like, real literature and, like, books to expand his mind a little bit. And I don't and like uh, actual hardcover books. Chapter books, he calls them. <laughs> yeah, don't care for them. Really? It's, it, I'm just saying... Why is it you don't do boring. things that other people do? Huh? <laughs> I, I understand that point of it. I'm just saying, like, if you read comic you? books, why don't you step up and try reading real books? Chapter I don't book. want to. Read a chapter book, Fez. Um, here's, uh, Kevin. Kevin, you're on the manifest show. Yeah, I got a K-Corn delivery from Mr. Roberts. Is there anyone up there that could sign for it? We'll sign for yeah. it. It is Fat Tuesday. Hey, did the kids get any, uh, nice donuts from Donut Plant for themselves? Oh, they, no, they did not get any Chris, donuts. did you get one? I got a delicious creme brulee. Did you eat Sam? Let me Sam. Shelby? I had two of them. I'm stuffed to the gills. Did you like the creme brulee? Delicious. Yeah, it's fantastic. Some people consider it the finest donut in America today, but then the cronut came along and stole all the heat. It's best. Made everybody crazy about it. But it's really, really delicious. Um, here's uh, Red. Red, you're on the Ryan Fed show. Hey, I got an... Uh I do a um, imitation of the famous Warner Brothers uh, cartoon, uh, K Coin Leghorn. Is, oh, let's uh, hear it. Good? Yeah. Well, Fizz, I'll say Fizz. I've met a lot of lonely widows in my life, but you, sir, take the K Coin. That's pretty good, Fuzzy. I thought it stunk. I don't know. Didn't sound oh. anything like him. Can't be negative about anything. All right, all I can see is K Coin calls. David, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fuzzy. Yes, is David. Acorn is standalone fruit. He's got you there. He's got my asshole. All right, and he can enjoy that all he wants. Jeez, oh, jeez. My God. Hey, Charlie, you're on the Run of Fez show. I think human consciousness is a tragic misstep in evolution. We became too self-aware. Nature created an aspect of nature separate from himself. We are creatures that should not exist by natural law. We are things that labor under the illusion of having a self. Fez is the Yellow King! Fez is the Yellow King! I'll know next Sunday who the Yellow King is. Chris Stanley will not know. I'm in. I'm. I, I, 40 days, right? 
40 days is Lent? 40 days in home. 40 days Lent. I'm going to have to just have to leave. Uh, you won't ruin it for me, though, right? Please don't. You know, we're all doing our own. We're all walking our own path here. <laughs> Please don't Can't ruin wait it. to find out who it is. You might be able to get the special dispensation um, buttons that we hand out on Thursdays. So make sure you're here for that. I didn't know that was going to be on a Thursday <laughs> thing. Um, Fez, you need somebody that's got your back. Yes. Here's somebody that cares about you. Crazed? Crazed, is that you? <laughs> Crazed fell asleep on hold. Um, any, anyone who used to know our show uh, from years ago knows that Crazed was a strange caller. <laughs> Some people could be thinking, oh, what a fun radio bit. No. It's just crazy. Just crazed. Let's see if we can't wake him up. All right, hold on. Crazed! All right, everybody try it. Craze, wake up, buddy. Craze! You know you've got a hell of a show when people fall asleep in the afternoon waiting to talk to you. I'm going to put them on uh, hold and come back to them. Hi, darling. What's up, Michelle? Hi, Michelle. Hi, guys. Um, Fez, are you okay? Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine and dandy. Because Sam's... Sam's really, I, I've, you know, Sam's all joke, 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 but he's kind of worried that you're really pissed at him. He's on Sam's list right now. Wait. He's on mine. Right. Well, isn't Sam also got you on his list? Well, no, Sam. I don't know if Sam, Sam has a list. I'm not as interested in nearly as much in him as he is in me. I, I, I you know, it's just a bit with Sam. I, I think it's real with you and... As as I like both of you guys very very much. Who do you like more? This is not the time. Sam. Uh, Sam. Um, but if I were to say it, I'd say Fez. Sam. Okay. But I don't know. I just want you to. I just want you to think about what you're doing to your relationship with Sam. Who? You what like, relationship? The very bad relationship that you already have. That one. So. I'm just, I'm just. Here's apparently what happens. What? Yesterday, Fez mis said a word, cake horn. Uh, cake horn. Right. He was trying to say cake hole. It came out cake horn. Which I, I didn't realize was an expression to begin with, so go on. It is now. It is now. Yeah. But, you know, he made a mistake, and then Sam ran that back to everybody, showing them, hey, look, Fez made a mistake. 15 minutes, man. Grabbing tape and skipping down the hallway with it. You say skipping like an anti-gay thing, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about how gleefully he does this. A gleeful is gay. No, gay is gay. But don't they watch Glee? Fez? Uh, uh, yeah, they do. I don't. The other gays do. I had a. Well, I mean, 
I just think that you guys could could get along better and right. maybe build a bridge from O and A to the the raw dogs. His, and, so what? what you're thinking is like one of those build a team weekends. That, uh, maybe they should. Maybe yeah. they should go out to eat. We go up. No. What if we go upstate? Whole weekend. It's like a camp, and where you're falling backwards in each other's arms, and people trust, climbing ropes. A lot ropes. of trust. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is trust? Trust circle. Circle. Like a trust circle jerk. Right. Why not? <laughs> Everyone's you in guys a, all jerk. Yes, yeah, because the thing is, is like, don't do it too hard or too soft. We need just to enough. form. Yeah, just enough, just perfectly. I have what no interest in no? spending a weekend with Sam Roberts. You guys could be really good. You guys could like. I think you guys. Could, it could be a thing, Michelle. You're the bridge right now. I could be. I am your rainbow bridge. Okay, Which that's in, a gay thing. It's actually dead animals. But. Right. I didn't know. I've never been there. I've been to the Bridge of Size by Mr. Robert uh, Trower, and that was fucking phenomenal. And the Bridge of River Kwai is one of the best movies ever made. Do the whistle thing that you do from Bridge of the River Kwai, Chris. He's got it done completely. I want to hear it. You know, at the end, the end scene where they're all doing that together, I'm but it's cry. more melodic. Didn't see the movie, did you, Chris? No. no. <laughs> okay. No, it's really good. It's really Alec Bennett. Anyway, you guys have have an opportunity here, and you're choosing to squander it. I'm choosing to. Okay, can I just say something right now? And this embarrasses me. Cake corn is trending again, as well as pack rack. So there's because he said pack rack mistakenly right. today. Because uh, I'm sorry, I'm not perfect like Sam Roberts and every other person that walks these hallways. Do we, do we have the new trending song? No, we do not. It's being made. Okay. It's going to be good. Both pack rack, which is another mistaken word, and K-Corn are trending. Now, let me just say that to Michelle. I know you and the rest of the bosses hate us. But to sit would you, here would and, you, me? No. to sit here and do a midday show and even have your faux pas mistakes trend nationally two at the same time. It's lemonade. Okay, instead of lemons. Right, you took the lemons. Yeah, his mistakes. Right. Would you like uh, a no, nice? No, no, I don't do cake it, holes. But it's for. Thank you. <laughs> That's Fez's thing. But it's Fat Tuesday. And I. You give up anything for Lent? I might give up the social medias. That would be fantastic. Right? Yeah. I wish everyone would. No, no. Think about this. Think about this. 15 minutes. You are having it right now on the Twitters. They're giving you that love. Pack Rack is out there. Pack Rack. Uh, it doesn't feel like a lot of love uh, aimed you this way. Think about it as lemonade. Again, turn that frown upside down. I'm here to here to help. I didn't think of it that way. If you turn the frown upside down, you've got an upside down frown. If you are standing on your head, it's a smile. Oh, I never knew that. All right. Well, I uh, I just don't want Tim to get involved. That's all. I just want you guys to what is it work with, it out with Tim? You just you're always worried about how he's feeling, how he's doing. I think he's a good guy, and I, I yeah. he deserves the best from all of us. Now I'm not. Uh, I don't want to start trouble. Well. But the other day when Tim was walking down the hall, yes. when he walked past the L&A team, mm. they were all pulled their eyes back and were doing the slant-eyed thing. <laughs> Why? Isn't Tim Asian? 
Yes. No? No, is yes. he? What? I thought he was Asian. He's from Minnesota. That's not in, in Asia. No. Then maybe he needs glasses. Maybe it was about the supergroup, Asia. Fucking great. And the heat of the moment. <laughs> so why were they all pulling their eyes back and going like this? I can save you! <laughs> That's what I do right here. I'm a big boss. That's what they do. They get led by Sam. Oh, God. Sam is Asian, though. That's actually true. Let's get to Sam's not. Uh, Tim's not Chinese. No, no, not like a Polynesian no, thing. No, he's he's very big white guy. Wow, I'm stunned. Blown away. Yeah. Little factoid for your day. Well, what's this mean? I can say yeah, I get chop. He, th- they do that for no reason. You know what? Maybe it is Sam. Mm. Maybe. But guys, I got stuff to do. I just okay, don't, sweetie. I don't want it to be a thing. Yeah. I, and it's a thing, clearly. Oh, it's a thing. All right. It's a thing. Oh God. All right. Put the thing on my list. Like the kiss. This has gotten odd around here today. This has become a fucking weird day. All right, enough with that. Uh, well, K-Corn trended again today. At the same time, Pac-Rack did. Uh, yesterday, some of the callers were just going crazy, and this had Fez furious. Hi, you're on the Run of Fez show. K-Corn, card holder number one, checking in. Brooke, you're on the Run of Fez show. The first rule of K-Corn Club is you can't talk about K-Corn. You're on the Run of Fez show. uh, ESPN wants you guys to do a show called Around the (laughs) K-Corn. Randy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Fez Riley, you come to me on the day that my daughter is be married and ask me to do this favor. She do not bring me a K-Corn. Hey, Bonnie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, all this talk has got me so K-Corny. need some help. Pat in Boston, you're on the Run of Fez show. Oh. That was a great promo. I loved it. Uh, Whip that one together quick, didn't you? It's getting cake corn out there, man. Bill, Bill in Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, Ronnie B? I think uh, he's in love with Sammy. And Michelle sounds pretty hot. She's pretty hot. Oh, she's adorable. Uh, Crazed, did you wake hey, up yet? Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fezzy. Crazed, did hey, you know that you were sleeping? How you doing? Crazed, did you know that you were sleeping on the air earlier? Really, I was? Yeah. Sorry. That's fine. No, you don't even know that you were asleep? No, I'm, I, 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 I was, I was lying down, and then I just like I, I zoned off for some reason. Yeah, that's called falling asleep, not zoning yeah. off. Sorry. No, you don't have anything to be sorry about. Everyone's always glad to have fucking sea riz back in the house. Sea rizzle, sizzle. Where we you were, been, bro? Uh, uh, what happened? Where you been? Well, I've been working. I've been. Uh, I uh, had a death in the family, which was pretty sad. My grandma passed away. Uh huh. How'd she die? Old age. She was 103. Yeah, that's a shocker when something like that, when someone's taken like that. Yeah, but she got sick and she died. You know, but it was sad. But 
She's in a better place now. Cemetery? Um, she, uh, yeah, she's uh, buried uh, in Long Island. That is better. Yes, and uh, and uh, what I was going to say was um, I saw RoboCop, and I thought it was amazing. <laughs> That's great. That's great. All right, Cease. Hold on. I want, you to hear Kate. I want you to hear a new song that was sent to us. Who sent this, Chris? This was from Denny Fatbeard. All right, Denny Fatbeard put together a sweet tune for us. Sweet. Denny Fatbeard? Denny Fatbeard. Hey, he sent that in. Now, I don't want to start any trouble here, but at one point, Fez, you said something about your co-workers, and you, I think you meant to say that includes Chris and Shelby, uh-huh. but it sounded like you said that glutes <laughs> Chris and Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> want to take another listen to it? Just to I see, don't. Just see if you didn't say that glutes Chris and Shelby. I heard that. Who makes up uh, running their cake horn to I want a fez who fucks shit up. You fucked up. I want a fez people talk about. People are talking about me. I talked about you for saying cake horn. I want a fez who respects co workers. Fucking asshole losers around here. Got nothing better to do, and that includes Chris and Shelby. I want a fez. Callers can count. Well, on. great. We got the Joe Jackson bit for the 400th fucking time. <laughs> yeah, you got the part you wanted, Chris. You can stop playing it now. Now, did he say glutes or inglutes? Inglutes. He said inglutes. <laughs> that inglutes. <laughs> Uh, the sequel to In Bruges. It's me and Chris. You loving it, Crazed? But by yeah, the way, awesome. <laughs> if someone asks me, like, uh, you know, to name your fucking favorite bands, it would take me forever before I got the cake. And yet, those guys are fucking amazing. They can write a fucking great song. At no time do I ever say, oh, turn off that cake song. <laughs> They get a little forgotten. They get a little lost in the shuffle. I, because, like, you like you don't take them seriously. It's like they're weird hours or something. <laughs> but just while I was listening to that song, I'm like, fuck. I want to get this. I want to download this. So, Fez, it's going good. People are fucking sending songs to you now. Oh, great, yeah. Uh, it's, it makes me feel so much better about the situation. Joe and, but- Joe and Yonkers. Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, quick question. We'll call it the thing. I, I got to go in. I got a question about the K thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm jumping it to A&P. What's the right beverage to accompany the K thing? Jizz. Uh, here's Jesus from above. Hello, this is Jesus. He doesn't talk that way. Being 
Fat Tuesday, I want says to say four Hail Marys and glutes a cake horn. <laughs> <laughs> Includes a cake horn. Oh, trend away, people no, enjoy. Oh, don't. Been enough trending today. Pack rack trend. Uh, fucking trended. Cake horn trended. It's even above Fat Tuesday. <laughs> Why would that be? Why would more people be interested in cake horn than the national drinking holiday of ta- Fat Tuesday? And Lent. Like, people probably oh. tweeting about, like, hey, I'm going to give this up. Great, Still I'm not. bigger than Jesus. Hey. I don't remember when John Lennon said Careful. that. Everybody got mad at him. Careful, Fez. Careful, Fez. I'm bigger than cake horn. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> John Lennon Jr. <laughs> well, I think his name is Sean. Let me write this down. <laughs> Bigger than cake horn. Uh, look who it is. The cigars and scotch. Hey, I got a spy report for you guys. Yeah. Uh, police have reopened MacArthur Park. Deemed it safe to return to. They had uh, cleared like they had a suspicious package this morning. Apparently, someone left the cake. Uh, horn my sense is that's part of. Mm. All right, my man. Peace. Are you looking for the air let out of a bit? The what? What bit were you looking for when you hit that? Oh, uh, a spy report. I had mm. to switch over. Did it make it? No. <laughs> See, we were going to do that without you having to switch over, right? Yep. Didn't get done by this backup crew of mine. Spy report. Spy report. There you go. We always have Craze to do it. Craze, we got to get you to come in one day. Yeah, that would be awesome. You know, spend a day with Fez, go to a movie. You guys ought to go see something, Fez. Uh, Chris can come in here. I'll buy him another uh, lunch. Well, go and see we... Noah. I come him. in. Definitely. Oh. Yeah. Uh, did you... You got a pool when Crazed was fucking sleeping. Um, but send Vito in here. Because play the little clip... Oh, no. ...of when... Jeez. <laughs> oh, when O and A were talking about poor Vito. That rules. I love it. Oh, Vito's, is that fucking great? Vito is their intern. Yeah, yeah. 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 It sounds like he's crying. <laughs> I love that. I was laughing at Kinghorn. Everybody was laughing at Kinghorn. Sounds like an extra from The Sopranos. <laughs> oh, hey, come on. Vito, I was when I making fun of the way you talk. Yeah. How'd you take that? I was pretty pissed. What are you upset about? Why is Fez making fun of me on the show? What did I do? I was just sitting here laughing. Everybody was laughing. Uh, in case you didn't realize, I wasn't on the ONA show today. Yeah, but they made fun of me because of what you yelled at me yesterday. All I did was laugh. I didn't do anything but laugh when everybody else was laughing. See? You, you enjoy making fun of someone? How's it feel now? I wasn't Welcome making fun of everybody. I was just laughing. Welcome to my world. I don't want to be in that. I was just <laughs> laughing. You don't want to be in his world? I don't want to be in that world. I was Maybe just laughing. Maybe you should have gotten the hell out of the studio when I told you to. I didn't want to. I wanted to stay here. And laugh at me. So I was now, laughing so at now, everybody else. Now you're a big joke on the ONA show. I'm not a big joke. They were just laughing at me one time because you made fun of me. Because you bullied me. I didn't fucking bully you. You're the one you fucking did. laughing at me, joining the gang. I even all said against you. one gay guy. I even said you. And, I, I, and nobody I'm the said bully? anything about gay people. All I did was sit here and laugh, and everybody else was laughing. And then when I even said I wasn't on anybody's side, you actually yelled at me and said, "I don't want you on my fucking side." That doesn't mean anything to me. Jeez. No, it doesn't, because you're just yeah. gonna sit there with that big stupid grin on your face, laughing. And then the I'm getting called stupid again. Want well, you have a nice um, uh, donut for yourself and plant donut? Is a way of making up. It's like the apology from Fez. Yeah, if he wants to leave me a few bucks for it, that's fine. Stop it. I paid for those. 
Enjoy yourself. What kind of donut would you like? I don't know what kind of donuts are there. Well, you see the ones right there? What yeah. are they called again? It's a creme brulee. Creme brulee. They're fantastic. Those are the ones that Chris recommends, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Take a nice bite of one. Tell us how you like it. It's delicious. Yeah, it is good, right? So now we all friends again? Uh, I, I could care less what he does. He's well, an intern. He means nothing to me. Well, an intern is a great thing. That means he's the future. I believe that interns are the future. Make them get us water and other things. What, what, is, what are we, a fucking duo now? It's all I've ever wanted. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So I'm not fucking Jimmy Fallon where I'm looking to do numbers with people. I'm a solo artist. Let's do some 90s raps. No. <laughs> fucking Labby, uh, 2000 just fucking went out. So did you guys apologize? And you accept his apology, Vito? I yeah. didn't apologize. I'm not apologizing. I have nothing to apologize for. If he you know, wants to join the gang against the one gay person here. I never wanted to join the gang. I wanted to be friends with everybody. And then you called me a, a dim-witted asshole. I don't think I did, but I wish I had thought of that. Stop it, both of you. You said dim-witted asshole. There's no such thing as a really bright asshole, I don't think. There's a bleached asshole, but never a bright asshole. I think if you was a bleached asshole. Like a like, porn star? Yeah. Like like a light pink. <laughs> Does that even have a color? Is there a color for light pink? I don't know, magenta? No, that's dark pink. Okay. Okay, magenta. Yeah, let's go magenta. Till we figure out, till we figure out another... Uh... You're a beautiful magenta asshole. <laughs> um, Dusty in Arizona, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Fez, I just wanted to let you know, man, don't let this cake horn thing bother you. It's doing nothing but strengthening your negotiation position, you know, come November or April 7th or whatever it is. November, You're April 7th, again. yes. I mean, that's huge. That's stuff people are talking about. You should be happy. I'm not thrilled to have Sam run around dragging tape left and right. Uh, Chris and Shelby dragging the interns into their bullying gang. Yeah, but dude, I'm not happy about any of it. I'm not happy about how this started. Emails from my boss telling me to stay away from the fishbowl. Dude, bright side, man. Bright side. Here's what I worry about, Fez. You've had... Michelle has been your protector, right? Oh, yeah. I love Michelle. But you saw today she's also with Sam. So you're in a little bit of a pickle. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, then my job today is to educate her on Sam and the way he talks about the people she likes that she works for here in the hallways. Oh, like with the Asian impressions? Asian impressions. Why do I have to do a clip show? It's ridiculous. Are you doing me there or Sam? Uh, everything's not about you. Oof. Here's Johnny and Georgia. You're on the Ron Fez show. You know, Fez, I'm so sick of every time you don't like something that somebody does, you have to throw the gay thing. Oh, everybody's against the gay guy. It had nothing to do with that you're gay. You said something fucked up, so they're making fun of it. Big deal. You're bringing in your whole gay issue with the fishbowl into this, trying to lump it in together, and it's not, it has nothing to do with it. Uh, I don't recall anybody else. I don't recall any of the straights here. That uh, got told to stay. 
I want a fez who makes up words. Uh, running their cake horn to Matt. I want a fez who fucks shit up. You fucked up. I want a fez people talk about. People are talking about me. I talk about every saying cake horn. I want a fez who respects co-workers. Fucking asshole losers around here. Got nothing better to do, and that includes Chris and Shelby. I want a fez callers can count Well, on. great. We got the Joe Jackson bet for the 400th fucking time. <laughs> I want a fez who We're fucking on number Twitter. one trending in the United States. Hashtag cake horn. I want a fez with a cake horn and a long. Chris. It is about the fucking cake horn. It's crazy. Um, here's James. James, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, buddy. Uh, thanks for including me in this conversation. Uh, <laughs> Fezzy, you're not really mad at Chris Shelby and Rito, are you? Yes, I am. You know, um, and for laughing on a comedy show? If there was something funny to laugh at, I could understand it. It was so fucking hilarious. There, people, when I was listening to it, yes, there were people who had never heard your show before. They came walking by, and there were they started listening, and there were fucking tears rolling down their faces. Yesterday's show, mine too. Last time. night, oh, during the wrestling. Did I say Robert Trower or Robin Trower? I heard Robert. Fuck, I fucked up. It's Robin Trower. Come on, on the show ever cracks me. Now I'm the new fucking cake horn. Um, I love that song, by the way. I'm crazy about it. Danny Fatbeard. Here's uh, Nick. Nick and PA, you're on the run of Fest show. Yeah, how you doing today, guys? That's the first time I heard Shelby make a plug. I'm just fucking <laughs> laughing. It's the first time I heard fucking Shelby do radio since I met him. Go ahead, dude. How you doing today, guys? I just wanted to say, I find it very funny how Fez is the biggest bully on Earth. How am I the biggest bully on Earth? Please enlighten us. You only attack the weak. You'll only attack the interns. You'll, you'll only I've been calling Shelby. out Sam all day long. I called out Chris That's and Shelby all day till they dragged Vito into it. It's just so just out. take your you bullshit, your no, your selective you bullshit, and you shove it up your ass like yeah, a big there dildo. Go. There you go, and you'll attack the weak caller. Oh, you're the, yes, yes, you you're so are. weak. Oh, you oh, you poor because, thing. Because you'll Asshole. Out, you'll curse Vito out. You'll call him the names. And, and I'm taking you on now, tough guy. So what do you got to say about that, toughy? I'm saying you're a fake. You're a fake. You don't even. How know. am I a fake? I'm calling you out. I, I, according to your theory, I would just be yelling at Norris and Vito instead of you. Don't dare yell at Norris. Don't drag her into this. She's What's like she You are so uninformed. As you sit home during the day, jobless. I think his point. Was, first of all, it's you know listening to the show is a good thing. <laughs> uh, second of all. He's noticed that you didn't attack me, ONA, Jim Norton. You went after Sam, Vito, Shelby. You've always had my back. Well, you're welcome. Since the day I came out to you. Some 
Well, I think even before that. O&A and Jimmy had no idea what was going on. Sam goes running in, all giddy, like a, like a cat who found a dead mouse. He also went after Chris, remember, when he engluted him. Forgot about that. At least we all have some, assless. Hey, um, hey, crazed. Yeah, what's up? Um, th- uh, we've been looking for your you sleeping on the air. You want to hear it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's real, though. Right. Oh Jesus, man! I am sorry. No biggie. I'm gonna. I'll be back in a minute. Uh, here's Alex in Oakland. Alex, you're on the Run and Fez show. Ronnie B, fuck Fez, man. I'm watching some baseball right now, man. I'm in my backyard barbecuing, cutting the grass, and enjoying some baseball. Baby. Isn't that? You know what? You're out no town. You, you know, you're already living the warm months. It, it, I came in as like watch- 15 fucking degrees today. 15. I actually had to say to the cab driver, turn up the heat a little bit. Because <laughs> I want it so hot that it's unbelievable. Turn I want it so song. hot that he's dying. <laughs> <laughs> Make his fucking piss jugs boil. <laughs> uh, Jake, in Canada, you're on the Run and Fez show. Yeah, I just wanted to talk to Fuzzy. I mean, I, I've been listening to the show since uh, you guys, you know, came on uh, on Raw Dog. I love the show. Love Fuzzy. I, I hate how everybody's busting your balls every freaking two seconds. I mean, That's true. we all make mistakes. Everybody huh? makes mistakes. I like to say, why would they put erasers on pencils? <laughs> exactly. And uh, Ron. Uh, I also like to say yellow, this. If you're looking for the Yellow King, look at uh, uh, your Cake album's, uh, not Cake Corn, the Cake album cover that you that you enjoy so much. Okay. I also like to say this, too, Fez, and maybe it'll help you. Poe Body's Nerfic. Get it? Poe Body's Nerfic. I get it, but it's not helping me any. Please, fucking, you made a mistake. You said fucking K-Corn. You said Pack Rat. You said Inglutes. So what? I don't I, need Chris and Shelby lining people up against me. I don't need Sam running up and down the hallway trying to turn people against me. Uh, Tom in Jersey, you're on the Run of Fez show. What's going on, guys? Yeah. Uh, Fez, you constantly say, Ron has my back. Ron has my back. All he yeah. does is take care of you. Take chances of you left and right, and all, you, you'll never call him out on it. Like what? Do you even listen to the show? I don't think you do. All the shit that he says, you just go, you don't say, you never say shit. Ron's the only one who defends me around here. You are welcome, my friend. You know what? It's a pleasure for me. I appreciate it. I'll be Iceman to your Maverick. When I got that email over the weekend, who did I contact first? I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, the email from Don Wicklin telling me to stay away from the fishbowl because someone was talking crap about me to him. <sighs> Sam? Uh, no, not Sam. Well, then I don't follow any of these stories. <laughs> I don't know what happened to who and who did There's what. There's a lot of players in this fucking thing. It's too many for me. <laughs> I fucking The whole time that you guys were talking, I was just like, well, Tuttle... Is definitely the Yellow King, but what Tuttle brother? How big is that family? Oh shit! 
How deep does this rabbit hole go? Uh, Kevin in Arizona, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, buddies, how you doing? Big yeah. uh, K-Corn card holder number two. Um, Fez, Funny. you know that last call, I was right, man. Ron's the pimp. He's the don of this family. And everybody's scared shitless of him. When he makes a joke about this, everybody laughs. And you get mad at everybody else. True. That's the guy that made the joke. You know, I don't see it that way, do you, Fez? I don't see it that way one bit. I see you trying to help me through this. And they're laughing about um, K-Corn. Uh, they started laughing about pack rack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in glutes. You know what, guys? And I'm fucking talking to everybody. Shelby, Vito, Hicks. We all make mistakes. I made a mistake when I became partners with Fez. But, you know, the thing is, we're human. Human what, Vito? Beings. Right. Not human doings. Human beings. beings. So all we got to do is be, man. We don't have to do anything. We just be like in a be-in, you know? I just sat here yesterday and I got accosted. Yeah, Fez, it's all about you. Fez, he's right. My feelings were hurt. I'm just an intern and I don't know what to think about now. Like You were sad yesterday. I was sad yesterday when I went home. He was inconsolable after the show. Really? You couldn't be consoled? Nope. Shelby tried to talk to me. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Kid was a train wreck. Made me uncomfortable. Well, he works good with this staff, then. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> train wreck. <laughs> now I'm a train wreck. Nick in Cleveland, you're on the Run of Fez show. You know something? Uh, Fez is really making a mountain out of a molehill in this whole thing, you know? I mean, he's turning the uh, K-corn into the Matterhorn. True. Like, what's the Matterhorn? See if little Norris would like uh, some donuts. Yes, she would. Please send her in. The other day, she was worried because Shelby uh, yelled at her. Who else? Was it you two, Vito, that yelled at her? Yeah, they, all, they love to gang up on people. Yeah, they do. Come on in, sweetie. Now, the other day... You said that you worry that sometimes the stress around here gets too big. Yes. And too much tension. Too yes. ma- many people upset. I want you to help yourself to a nice... Uh, yeah, Vito, you ate it all. Go ahead and help yourself. <laughs> He's very hungry. I don't know what to say. I eat my feelings. There's the specialty <laughs> one over there. Take the creme brulee. This one? Yeah, nice. he eats his feelings if his feelings name is lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I had Italian last night, so... You did? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Pete in D.C., you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Hey, hey, Fez, you know, if you're starting to go off the edge again, I wonder, do you realize that you're providing a service that we're paying for every month? I mean... Yes, and I enjoy it twice a month when I get my check. Thank you so much. All right. So I pay for this. One of the main reasons I get the service is one, uh, Ron and Fez. The other one is ONA. And so any other thing, like let's say you go in a restaurant where you can have like banter back and forth between the things. But if there's a guy behind the counter in the kitchen yelling his head off, talking down to people, you know, I mean, you're still providing a service and it's not very professional. You can be a dick. Go to a different restaurant, then. We don't want him to go to different (laughs) restaurants. We don't want to make fun of people for listening. We want them to listen to the show. We're looking to build and build and build. I'm just giving it back to them. They don't like it when I don't talk. So now they all think they all want to jump on the K-Corn bandwagon with Vito and Chris and Shelby. Fine, I'll just give it right back to them. I'm just giving what I get. They 
the audience is not one entity. It's all different people. So when you blame they for one person said, you end up hurting feelings. I like that. Uh, donut. I'm so mad I wasn't here yesterday. I missed it. What for cake one? For cake. Did you eat a nice uh, donut here? Yes. It was How good. was it? It's great. You want another one? Mm-mm. Have another. Do no. it from the Dominican Republic. Come on. There's <laughs> <laughs> platanos okay, in there. Okay, I'll have another one. Yeah. You're a Catholic girl, right? Mangu is yeah. in there. Are you nah, giving up anything for Lent? Chris knowing, huh? You giving up for anything for Lent? I'm thinking. I don't know what to give up. I'll tell you what to give up. Talking to those boys in the hallway. <laughs> I'm getting a little worried about you. Nothing I don't want you to be the next Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> having a baby outside of marriage. Scarjo Prego. Ruins I, it for this fucking I read the man. New York Times... Scarlet to give birth to bastard baby. <laughs> you harlotin. Scorned woman has bastard child. Um, here's Jason in Montana. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. How's it going? Good. Hey, this is Torch Fez. Number one, do you think maybe the reason why they don't want you going around that fishbowl is because of your track record of losing your temper? Number two, you shouldn't be going after your interns. Your interns are what helps you make your uh, show go. My interns are going after me. They're following the lead of their supervisors. Oh, how do you? How do you? Are you going to sit there and blame everybody in the world for for laughing at a joke that you may not particularly like? That's what makes it the U.S. Unless you got to sit there and realize that they may find something funny that you may not. Doesn't mean you got to be bashing them. You want to talk about bashing, that's bashing your intern. I do think you owe. You know, I'm not saying that you got to say anything to Shelby or Chris, but I think you owe Vito an apology. I have no intention of apologizing to Vito. He can well, sit there all day. He ain't getting one. Wow, I've never seen Fez like this. I didn't do anything. I just he sat here and all the time. Never seen this side. I'm yeah, surprised. he's like this all the time. Very surprised. Yeah. He's not a nice person. Sometimes I think he's the worst person that's ever lived. And that's including Hitler. <laughs> and Tex from the Manson family. Uh, we give out presents because of love. We give out prizes. Uh, we're giving out a Get a Life DVD from yesterday's caption contest up on the iBang. Uh, and that was the big selfie that went out to, of all the Oscar people, the closest Channing Tatum will ever come to an Oscar himself. That's for Electric Dave. You're picking up Get a Life, signed by Chris Elliott. Now, guess who owns that picture, if it gets reprinted anywhere? I would imagine Ellen does it. It's her phone, right? Samsung. The Academy Awards? I was going to guess Samsung. It's up to you, darling. Samsung? Nope. None of the above. Mm -hmm. uh, the shooter, the person who actually clicked her phone... If that thing is copyrighted or reprinted, and does anybody remember who did it? Chris. Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper. Uh, I knew that. It could have been you being the good girl. You could have been good girl. It was Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I so, got it right. All right, what? all right, all right. Yeah, I'm sorry. He yelled it out. Ridiculous. I know. That should have been yours. You want a little donut to 
forget about your problems? <laughs> Looks like I win again, huh, guys? <laughs> You're the big winner, Chris. The big winner. I am uh, very late for a commercial. Does Fez have any live reads today? Yes, he does. We will not get to them, Fez, until you apologize to Vito, and then we can move on. I am not apologizing to Vito. I'm not going to spots. We just won't go to spots today. I have nothing to apologize to him for. Then I have no reason to go to spots. Then uh, I don't know what to do, because Vito... If Vito wants to apologize to me, I'll apologize to him. He joined in on that gang. I didn't join in on anything. Were you laughing along with them? I was laughing amongst myself. Uh huh. And then you started yelling at me for laughing. Why this is going on? How late are we, Chris? Oh my God, we're we're at least a half hour late. Maybe even. And our guests are about to come in, right? Yes, they are. Are there a guest in the building? Yes. Yes. Uh, I then, if once I bring them in, I promise you I won't go to the spots till the end of the show. So, Fez, I give you one more chance. In the, in the interest of getting the guests in here? Well, I don't want it that way. I just want it to really come from the heart. Uh, sorry, Vito. Come from the heart, Fezzy. Uh, sorry, Vito. I'm sorry you got made fun of on the ONA show, because trust me, I know how Sam operates, and I know how that feels. I really want one that comes from the heart, like with some sad music, and it'd be like the end of like one of those great shows that the kids watches, and everybody is all happy at the end, and they support each other. I would like that. Go ahead, Fizz. Vito, I'm sorry you got your feelings hurt. Come on. That like, was not my intention. Say it sweetly. You sound angry like you're ready to bite him. Say it sweet. Vito, the intern, I apologize. Please have some more donuts on me. I'm sorry about what happened yesterday. It doesn't sound so sweet. <laughs> That's a, that is, sounds sweet to me, it and just, it's even offering food. Okay, then we'll go to the end of the show with no fucking spots. Oh, Jesus. Then we'll have to deal with it later. Come on, give me a sweet one. Be nice. Like he was a baby in a bassinet. Yeah, well, yeah, why don't you do it? Vito, I'm really, really sorry about yesterday. (laughs) That's That's so sweet. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's the first half, (laughs) kid. That's (laughs) promising. Started well. (laughs) Who are guests coming in today? Uh, Right now, uh, Mr. Jeffrey Gurry and Rachel Feinstein, and a little later, Godfrey. Wow. Yeah. Fuzz, these are big, big guests. We got these are big in. guests. All great names. They're going to be doing um, that show with Shaq, right? Upload with Shaquille O'Neal. All right, so we got to get them on the air. Give a real apology to Vito. Like, even, like, call yourself a piece of garbage while you're doing it. Vito, I hope you will accept the apology from this piece of garbage. I shouldn't have hurt your feelings yesterday, and I'm really, really sorry that it happened. Do I still get a donut? Have as many donuts as there are left. Just want you just say, I'm just an old, mean, gay queen. I'm just an old, mean, gay queen, Vito. And I love you. And I love you. Thank you. Now you accept his apology? I accept that apology. Go ahead and give him a hug. Go ahead, Vito. Get over there and give him a hug. Oh, hug him. Do it. You know, now he has a smile on his face. He, he does. was so sad this whole time. Jeez. That's a big hug. Gay. It's two men. Really I want to run gay. that hoodie through the washer. Really gay. Two men touching. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with 
Rachel Feinstein. Please don't interrupt me. Rachel Feinstein and Jeffrey Gary, and he's too much to it, and he jumps around. It is the Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Buddies, it's Ron and Fez here. And we've had some of the best names in comedy stop by our show for some impolite conversation. Billy Connolly. They kind of force you, you know, you're that number, therefore you should behave in this fashion. And they do it with their clothes as well. This year, we're all wearing beige. <laughs> what are we? I'll wear beige if you fucking buy it. Bob Kelly. It's crazy having a kid. Believe me, I, I thought I was going to stop jerking off. I really did. I will not, and then nine days into what I, you know, I'm in sure. the shower, you know, right. next to one of his toys. <laughs> and Lynn Toplitz. I'm, I still yeah. date guys half my age. They're easier. I, I can blow anything. him to change in his religion. <laughs> <laughs> one gets Baltical and Shelby's following Jihad. The Ron and Fez Show, weekdays starting at noon Eastern. On Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits 99. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Sirius XM Comedy Hits the theme song of oh because he jumps around the one and only jeffrey gurry and jeffrey nice to see you buddy good to see you too brother what's up man everything uh, good how's everything going everything is amazing absolutely amazing and who do you got with yeah. you today oh i brought in an, an unbelievable guest today someone i've been a fan of for a really long time rachel feinstein hello jeffrey thank you <laughs> thank you for having me it's so Hi, great to see you and all kinds of stuff is happening in your life right now thanks guys i like this depiction of yeah. me it is you, you don't see it that way no i guess so you know like most comics we always see like oh i should have done this or i should have done better on that and you know your name you is know. everywhere right now well thank you Fez, Fez has got like just a plug sheet of yours to do. <laughs> Goes on and on. At the stand tonight, New York City. Tonight, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, your CD, Thug Tears, available on iTunes. Twitter, at Rachel Feinstein. You have the show, Upload with Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. Wednesdays on True TV. And taping your new Comedy Central Presents special. At the Royal Theater in Boston on March 26th. Well, when you put it that way, maybe I am. I'm impressed. Pretty, I'm absolutely. Maybe I'm on a roll here. Yes, it's pretty goddamn good. You're playing. You're playing with a Hall of Fame center. What, what exactly are you doing with Shaq? Uh, well, we taped. Um, we taped a few months ago, and it's airing now on True TV. And basically, it's like a we we play uh, video clips and talk smack with Shaq and make fun of how we can't shoot uh, free throws. I take his phone and I text uh, Charles Barkley weird texts and act like they're from Shaq. I texted Charles Barkley. Uh, he let me use his phone, and I just texted him. I feel lonely sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and I wrote, uh, I wrote, sometimes I feel frightened. Uh, do you want to go to Pottery Barn with me? And Barkley wrote back, I'd rather get a pedicure with Dwight Howard. <laughs> so really, all they do is talk about basketball things. There's no outside basketball life for those guys. Like, his first reference is Dwight Howard. Yeah. That's crazy. They, they're they they're ridiculous. Shaq is exactly how you'd expect him to be. Yeah. He's 
looks completely tall. exactly the same. Very He's tall. Massive. Shaq came in during one of his tours with some of his comics and smashed his head on those lights right Seriously. there <laughs> up above you, which none of us ever <laughs> have thought about before. But he is really I'm showing you a, a, he's a big a man. Yeah, yes. absolutely a big. Yeah, he's and a massive. I saw, I saw some of the clips actually. I saw you the did? one where uh, where he had Kevin Hart in his pocket. Yeah, and he we was did feeding this, we, him comedy lines. We have this writer, writers meeting with Shaq on the first show, and Shaq uh-huh. saying funny things, and all the comics are really confused. We're like, "You're never funny. Like, Your jokes are so always funny. awful." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then we realize that Kevin Hart is in his pocket, like just whispering <laughs> good jokes to him, and then he accidentally like beats Kevin Hart and smashes yeah. his head. He and crushes then, Kevin, and then he says something awful again. I'm like, "Oh, that we're back to normal now, where mm-hmm. you stink." But he loves that. He loves being mocked. Like that makes him really happy. You know, he likes being like teased. He's just a ridiculous. He just guy. wants to feel like one of the guys exactly which yeah he doesn't need to do because i remember at one point i think he had the largest house yeah. in america when he lived in orlando yeah there was just some gigantic well it has to be yeah how could it be a small he's not going to fit in um oh, oh my god this is amazing <laughs> he's a giant yes he's, he's a giant yes we can put this and up his for girlfriends i don't know if she's right, still, he's still with the same girl she's five um, foot two wow He's insane because I'm tall. But when I first saw, like, tall ish, you know, I'm like 5'7. But when I first went into the, like, costume room, just Shaq's shoes were there and they seem like a prop. Well, you're like, oh, there's going to be some sort of, <laughs> right. like, yeah, like, like the scary clown monster shoes. character that'll wear these insane la- large. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's one of the, the biggest people I've ever seen. Um, and he talks to everybody everywhere. Like, everywhere we go, people will run up to Shaq and say stuff. And you think it would get annoying, but like, we'd be in the middle of eating, and this girl comes up and she's like, Will you make a video saying I'm an amazing nurse? And it's like he's in the middle of eating his meal, and he's like, Of course I will, dear. He's the best nurse in the nursing world. And they made his like peck twitch in this weird way. He was ready to do all of that in like one second. Yeah. That is hysterical. I saw him talking before, and he's like, you know, I just, I like to stick out in the crowd, and I like to joke around, and I'm like, you like to stick out in the crowd? It's not even your choice. You know what I mean? You were already going to stick out in the crowd. Yeah, oh, I lost the picture. She has some great pictures on her phone. If you hold it up to the mic. Here, here. You guys, I'll stop showing you pictures inside the studio. It's not really helpful, but you guys, maybe you can put them up on the screen. Yeah, you want to post one of these. Chris, have it sent over. We'll do a caption contest. Okay. I like that one right there. All right. What's crazy is isn't Yao Ming taller than him? Can you imagine um, yeah, someone as yeah. tall? He has to look up to Yao Ming. I think Yao Ming is like seven six, right? How sick is that? Well, the thing is that we all, I should, know that email. You could put it we in. We should but. really all send it to Chris. Uh, but we should all be nice to Shaq because you don't run into people in their 80s that tall. You know, it's no. Kind of, it's kind of no, sad don't. when you think about it. That's true. You're never, he was sweet to me. He'd bring me out and he'd go, she's the Jewish Nicki Minaj. <laughs> 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 and when people would annoy him, sometimes he'd just pick them up and hold them in the air. Like, like if somebody gave him a direction, he'd be like, I don't feel like doing that right now. <laughs> and then he'd just pick him up and hold him there for a minute. <laughs> just It's so funny to see a grown man who's been respected in his life just hanging there for a second. Then Shaq would put it back down. But um, he's fun. She yeah. does one of the best guy voices. Most girls have a hard time doing a guy's voice, but I'm guessing I haven't heard Thug Tears. Uh-huh. But is it about the guys who try to pick you up in, on the street, like you? Because you always do those voices. Yeah, Thug like Tears. Him. The name Thug Tears. That's for the Comedy Central album. Was because my mom really Karen? wanted Karen. I love <laughs> Karen. that you know her name, Karen. <laughs> of course. <laughs> she. Uh, both my parents kind of. Well, my mom especially really wants to be black. It's been sort of an issue in our family. But um, she. I. I had a joke talking about how she like her dream would be like to 
adopt a kid named Trey that she meets like when she's like a feisty high school teacher, you know, wearing like a black leather jacket or something. And she'd be want to be that one lady that just sassed Trey and got through to him. Uh, and so and I said that her dream would be if Trey like she got to hold him and he cried slow thug tears in her arms. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I ended up coming up with the name of the album, you know, but do the voice. My mom or do Trey? The no, the, your mom. Well, both. I love. Them. Well, I guess she would. Okay, so she'd be in. This is my mom's dream. She go, gets to school. She's Trey's there. He tries to get up and leave. You know, he's got some sort of. He's got some street anger. <laughs> like, I don't need to do this anymore. I can't do this, Karen. You don't know nothing about my life, you white bitch. <laughs> She's like, just go ahead and run, Trey. Just go ahead and run. I ran once. You want to know the truth about me, Trey? I've pistol whipped over 500 men in my life. I pistol whipped Wheezy, Trey, and that was a slow day for me. Started the Illuminati, and I'll end it when I feel like it, Trey. You come back like, all right, but which one do you make? Make collage, make turquoise dream catcher. <laughs> Put some turk. I can't. I'm trying not to curse while I'm doing you it. Can curse curse. Curse. Oh, you can curse. You can. I always forget. I can't. This I can't is fucking curse. satellite. God, that's Absolutely. a beautiful cunting feeling. <laughs> that's why you really is. <laughs> I feel so free. Yeah, it's a nice. Yeah, like I'm trying to get ready for the uh, Comedy Central half hour, and so it's like I'm trying to substitute all those words that aren't as satisfying as just saying fuck when you. Yeah. Do you, you find? Effing, effing, because it, it never works. Really, it doesn't really work. I, I just try to either say something a little different or let them that let them bleep it, you know. But there's just sometimes where you just need that to to punctuate a point. You need to Absolutely. grab that curse word. Or Absolutely, whatever. I work basically clean, but every once in a while I throw in an F because it just strengthens. Mm-hmm. When, when did you decide? When did you decide? Now it's time for me to curse. It's a question of timing. Sometimes it just sounds better. Just the yeah. joke works better, you know? But I'm doing a show this Friday at the Metropolitan Room, and it's a clean show. Mm-hmm. And I'm using freaking, this freaking thing and this freaking thing, because it's the only word I can Why think of. Why don't you push the boundaries, Jeffrey? Why don't you just say this? Yeah, let them take you out. Just go let wild. Let them take you out in handcuffs. <laughs> be a rebel. Your life is all about pushing boundaries. Yeah, Look exactly. you. You've gone raw years ago. You don't play by the rules, Jeffrey Gurian. No, you don't. That's true. That's With your beautiful true. shawl. The trips you've had, the women you've punished. (laughs) Those really do look like Egyptian shoulder pads or something. Whatever you got going on there, it's a really... That is a taking wrist shawl, if I've ever seen one. I like it. Egyptian shoulder pads works for me. She took a picture of my Purell bottle. (laughs) I was so amazed. I've never seen such a thing. That little carrying case is incredible. See, but it's it's so funny because I take it for granted (laughs) Mm -hmm. that everyone has that. And then people think it's really weird. Like I was on Curl Show and they actually took a picture of it also. John Mulaney took a picture and they used it on the show. Are you afraid that it's going to be offensive to people? Like what, is, that I use Purell? Well, like if no, somebody shakes your hand and then yeah. you then you Purell right <laughs> after. Do it right after. <laughs> yeah. He seems but he does have bit. it prominently I, displayed on his belt loop. He lets you know that he thinks you're rancid. And people think it's Astral Glide. Oh, dude. Yeah, well, I had a I had a radio partner that when we go out and meet the listeners, he would call it listener grease. And yeah. as we would be shaking hands, he would get itchier and itchier well, until he had to to run away. But the other thing that I would do him is find anyone who was missing a finger and get them to shake his hand because it would just freak him out. And since we were in Florida, it was like every fucking third listener. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I don't want to lost into a gator. I just yeah, right, want to yeah. hear your pitch to that. 
fingerless man. Yeah. Oh, no, it would be like, get over here right away. Uh, here's somebody I want you to meet. Because he would have angled hand over on, here. On the handshake, he would just scream. He would like, oh, my God. Mm. I'm not a germaphobe, but... Do you believe that you can catch colds by shaking people's hands? Because I get a lot of colds sometimes, and I believe. Yeah, that but it's I that. also believe we live on the planet Earth, and yeah. there's nothing like there's germs everywhere. Yeah, you get cold. Yeah, all we the choose time. these selective things to be worried about. But yeah. you, just, you get on the subway, you're just like sitting right. inside rancid. Yeah, every poll you yeah. hold has every germ known to man. So. The world is so, wow. That's a Paul Simon song, isn't is it? it really? <laughs> <laughs> every poll you hold, but really, I, I, I mean. You you, you carry Perel everywhere, but then you also use glory holes. So where? So where's the, where's the line? Where do you draw the line? Right? That you should be say? your fun-loving That's T-shirt. It. I carry Perel, but I also so use, use glory. glory holes. You do the math, huh? That's right. Too much. <laughs> Too much too Purell. Much Purell. That's too, much Purell too much Purell right Purell. now. That's, I have to see if they'll shoot that. Yeah. Did uh, did we get that up on the iBank, Chris? It's 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 going up. Good because it's I'm set, all cut off over. from everything today. A lot be five five thousands in a goddamn hellhole. <laughs> Everything's breaking down, known to man. These are like the end oh, times. Are you being attacked by your technology? Also? Well, I can't. I can't. Been, you know. I've been dealing with fucking Verizon. Oh, I shouldn't say their name on the air, but yeah, sure. You <laughs> it should. sounds like Verizon. It, uh, the, for all week. How hard should it be to transfer information from one phone to a new phone, right? It seems impossible to marry. I mean, <laughs> I never know the how technology to do it. is uh, it's unbelievable. Six hours last Wednesday, in the middle, they send me to the Verizon store to go out and buy an SD card. I mean, it's just, it's beyond comprehension that you could spend an entire week just trying to get your contacts over. And uh-huh. then it inadvertently invited everybody I know to join me on LinkedIn. Did you get a LinkedIn invitation from I me? get them all the time. I don't yeah. even know what it is. I don't understand what's happening. But I yeah, people LinkedIn. ask me, too, to link in, LinkedIn. and I don't link. I don't, link. I don't link in. Yeah. Is that where you're supposed to meet someone and blow them? Yeah. <laughs> or is I hope that, not. It's like Grindr. I just invited a lot of one? people to like Grindr. Grindr. Oh, okay, it's Grindr. I got those oh, two Grindr. mixed up. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Or I, Tinder. Yeah, my accountant, I just showed up at his house one night. I'm like, yeah, I got it. So, you know, I got nothing else to do. He goes, no, LinkedIn. So, you're on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, yeah. I'm on Facebook and Twitter and but LinkedIn. What do you get out of LinkedIn? Zero. I don't know. It's, it's supposed to be a business thing. Like you put your shit up there and people are supposed to contact you. And, and say I don't, what? I don't even remember. You do projects together, I guess? I don't know. Oh, but, come on, Jeffrey. You know all about it. You're the greatest yeah. networker in the land. Look at you, Mr. Show Business. That's why I have Purell. Yeah. <laughs> he is a networker, he's though, a, isn't he? Oh, he, I don't even know what he's up to, but there's furious networking going what, on over in Gurian's sh- Corner. What we should do <laughs> is, like, one day get a giant fucking bowl of every celebrity known to man, no matter when it happened, and just reach in, and Jeffrey will tell a story about the tool. And it doesn't matter how far back we go. Oh, John Wilkes Booth. I remember. I knew him well. Yeah, the first time that he, he he came in the improv, it was crazy. It's but like, it doesn't matter who it is. It all comes back to you and all the celebrities. It's just funny. It's like the all zealot. the sea of blowjobs here and there. The you've given, you've taken. Someone's been on their hands and knees where Jeffrey Gurian is involved. Is that fair to say? Someone's I'm not sure if it's fair. To, you've said it. Who was your uh, first major celebrity that you met, Jeffrey? Woody Allen. Before anyone else, it was Woody yeah, Allen. Woody Allen, because I was in dental school still at the time. I didn't know anybody. It was uh-huh. Woody Allen. And that was a, 
an unusual. I, you know, there were only three people I ever wanted to meet: Woody Allen, Salvador Dali, and the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. And I got to meet them all because there was a time in my life. I just felt if you wanted to meet somebody, that nothing could stop you from meeting them. And all of them met. All of them fondled you too. Yeah, they, didn't they? They, you I were wouldn't go that far. No, just, <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't part of my dream. I, I actually I was dying to meet Woody Allen because I was writing a lot of stuff, and people said it was very similar to him. And mm-hmm. I, he was he was starring in a show uh, at the time called Play It Again, Sam on Broadway with Tony Roberts who was always in all of mm-hmm. his shows and I was sending cards backstage from dental school on the back of them as if I knew Woody and I would be sending stuff like uh, well, I haven't seen you in a long time I'll be down to the show mm-hmm. I'll come backstage and say hi and I would leave them with the stage manager assuming that Woody got them mm-hmm. but I never knew I never got an answer back you know so I saved up enough money to go to the show and I uh, I knew that if you're going to meet a celebrity you have to prove that you're sane I mean, there was no real stalkers in those days, but you still, men do not go to the theater hoping to meet other men, basically, right? Mm -mm. So I had to prove that I was saying, so either you wear a tie or you bring a pretty girl with you. Mm. And I didn't have a tie, and I knew one pretty girl, and she hated me, and I begged her to come with me to to, to the show. I begged her to come, and so she comes to the show, and I send my final card, and I say, Woody, we're here, and I'll be back during intermission. Mm-hmm. I knew so little. I didn't even know you wait till the end of the show. I tell them we're coming back during intermission, right? During intermission, I chicken out. I'm like in a panic. She goes, you can't, you can't chicken out because I, I came with you and you must do this. So I go backstage and the stage manager is not in his seat. He's somewhere. And I take her hand and I run up the stairs and I wind up on the roof. I come back downstairs. Stage manager says, can I help you? I said, Woody's expecting me. And he says, go right in. Now, in those days, there's no security. I go into his dressing room. He's not there. He's with Tony Roberts and the entire cast in the dressing room. I'm in a panic. I'm in a panic. Woody is sitting on a couch, and I look in the room, and I remember like it was yesterday, and I go like this to him. I crook my finger, and he goes like this. Me? And I say, yes. And he walks over, and he's holding my card. He's holding my fucking card. And he says to me, you must be Jeffrey. And at that, I totally lose it. And I was like, I start saying weird shit to him. Like, let's open up a day camp and throw winter clothes at people. Uh, let's walk low like we used to in Europe Uh and he looks at the girl he goes this guy's a fucking nut (laughs) and I showed him my stuff and he was so nice he invited me back the next night he goes look I'm in the midst of a show do you mind (laughs) do you mind mind? coming back another time (laughs) and I was like no I'm much too busy I'm uh, I'm sorry I can't do it I came back the next night and he read through my stuff and he inspired me to go make comedy films which is what I did and that's how I got started bringing but up without Saturday Night Live him, he said no without him I thought yeah. he was going to quit his job and say Jeffrey let's <laughs> make movies together I can't believe I finally met you none of that happened but he did invite me back the next night and Jack Rollins who I met years later said to me that's an amazing story for Woody to have done that he must have really seen something in you yes for him to go out of his way to invite you back alright we got the uh, picture of Rachel and uh, Shaq up on the interrobang.com, the interrobang.com for a caption contest. What do we got to give out, Fez? We have Shaq's book, Shaq Uncut. Oh, signed nice. by Shaquille O'Neal. Very oh, nice. dear God, I didn't even know this existed. Nice. This is amazing. Yeah, he's not cut. Wait, are we live right now? Yeah, we're yes, live. We are. I, okay, I'm going to tweet it. All right. Yeah. This is all the stuff that I shouldn't be saying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet away, and then they can win this. That is a hot but, picture. Yeah, this is... Uh, That's amazing. Now, what are you wearing there? 
A cheerleader's uh, I'm cut? Wearing it's a it's a like a seventies like space hero costume of some sort. Uh huh. Seventies space hero. Yeah, like it's like a yeah you know the type sure <laughs> you know Ultraman. Um, yeah, some sort of Wonder Woman seventies esque type uh, costume with white uh, boots. It's 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 what you wear all the time. It's, you know, yeah, yeah, sure. What you wear on stage? It's what I wear for my yeah. uh, for my stand up so comedy not, show, your talent show. Yes, you're yeah. not a short person, and yet next to Shaq, you look like a like a five-year-old girl yeah Yeah. um but yeah we they did this sketch where Shaq had was making a movie and nobody understood what it was supposed to be about and it was called like Shaq row battle 3000 and there was a lot of crazy things happening and um and so that's that's what that is and uh yeah take a look everybody take a look it's over on the interrobang.com right now and you can um Win a shine, signed Shaq book. And what is this, like his life story, Fez? Yeah, it's his memoir, Shaq Uncut. Shaq Uncut is uh, the first of this. Oh, some of these I'm not even going to read. It's just starting. As the captions are coming in, um, look at this sweet woman wearing my used condom. By the cunning linguist, because it does kind of discard itself now that you see it. It is condom esque. It, it is condom I'll allow it. Yes. I'll allow it. Um, world's first standing titty fuck. And that actually is just about correct. Uh, People want this book. And is she self inserting? So it's up on the Interrobang right now. Um, comments coming in. And your opportunity. To win this uh, sign book uh, by uh, Shaq. Uh, people are also writing in, Jeffrey, and I did not know that you told this on that you told that story on the air before. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Which sorry. did you remember, well, no, Chris? You asked me who the no. first person was that, yeah. I, that I met. Yeah, I never remember. It doesn't change, though. It's always going to be that same first person. No, not only do I not remember if I heard things on the air, or off the air, I just never remember if I heard anything before. Me too. It's why I'm, I'm always glad to meet people, even if they're relatives. <laughs> I'm always like this. Oh, it's good to meet you. And always. Feels like the, the first time you met them, right? I actually the said to my thing, wife, yeah. "Do you got any kids? You know, yeah. I'd love." And to can say, I meet them someday? Yeah, I'd love right? to get together with yeah. you guys. Rachel Feinstein is in studio with us at the Stand in New York City tonight, Saturday, and Sunday. You can see her on True TV on Wednesdays. Upload with Shaq and filming her Comedy Central Presents special in Boston on March 26th at the Royal Theater. If you go to rachel-feinstein.com or tweet at Rachel Feinstein, you can get into the show. Rachel's going to invite you to be part of her comedy special. That's right. For cool. the taping at the Royal yes. Theater. Yes, oh, free tickets. Love to go to that. Free tickets. Free I'd tickets. Love you live to in go Boston at the Royal Theater. And, and when, Jeff, when are you recording it? Uh, March 26th. March 26th. And you'll see someone else, too, because I think uh, Damian Lemon is on my show, too. Another really funny comic is doing his half-hour special on the same show. So you get to see two comics um, for the price, for the price, of, price nothing. of one. Oh, oh, really? Of nothing. Wow. That's a great night. All right. Here's some of the uh, stuff coming in. Um, she looks like an old school stewardess. Is that a landing strip I see? All right, that's a possibility. Uh, Cam from Toronto says, ho, 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 green giant. Um, well, this is a nice two people funnier than Gurian. That's, that was seriously. That's not nice. That's not that's not no, nice. I don't care for it. Nobody expected the aliens arrived on Earth in a shack balloon. Um... 
and evidence of Shaquille starring in Space Jam 2. Your chance <laughs> to win. Here's Cakehorn says uh, Shaq is so rich he has a human butt plug. I don't know. I don't understand that. I have that, a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, she barely comes up to his Cakehorn. She's pretty, but can she make me laugh? Mm, that sounds pretty. That sounds like a big challenge. That's you know, right. That sounds like that sounds like mis- misogynistic to me. Yeah, I don't care misog- for it. I don't care for it either. There's another guy that writes that kind of stuff under my videos. Mr. Twat Waffles is his name. That's what he goes by. That's weird. He's always he like, women, trip- not funny. Sorry. Like he's the final. And I'm like, oh, you're right, Twat well, Waffles. Yeah, I mean, when you have twat a name, Twat Waffles like- has made his call. I guess <laughs> yeah. that's that. When you got a name How like Twat Waffles, that, yeah. you know you've placed the comedy pretty high there. It's not the Twat Waffles I yeah. know. Not the one. I grew up with. <laughs> it's weird because I hear that a lot. People always come up after shows and go, I usually hate female comics, but you are great. You, women don't care for them. But you, it's a funny thing to say to someone. Like, you wouldn't go up to like a black person and be like, don't care for the blacks or their behavior, but you're fantastic. You know, a lot of people hate blacks, but you've been a good neighbor to me. <laughs> <laughs> Strange. You can caption, uh, uh, enter the caption contest on the enterobang.com. The picture is up of Rachel Feinstein and Shaq. Winner, best caption, gets Shaq Uncut, the book done, written by Shaquille O'Neal and signed by Shaquille O'Neal. Well, Rachel's all in, you know, character for this, and Shaq is just wearing the world's biggest yellow t-shirt. <laughs> Maybe he's the Yellow King, Chris. Shit. Wardrobe. I, ne- I never thought the Yellow King would be a black guy. That would make the greatest episode of True Detective ever. I have to wait 40 days to watch it. Oh, yeah. Um, Chris, I got him to give up seeing the end of True Detective for his Lent. Now, you guys don't believe in Lent, of course, because you're Old Testament. But to the New Testament, for 40 days, we give up something for Jesus. Oh, no. Mm, You guys have never heard of Lent before. No, I know about Lent. I remember... uh... I think it was Pat Cooper who had the great line. He says, for, for Lent, he's just giving up. He's just giving up. <laughs> <laughs> but he yelled that. Yeah. He, he screamed it, basically. Do you guys know Gurian from back in the day? I always wonder, where did this man rise from? I have so many questions. He like, is a, you know, to me, he came out of the mist. You know, just walking through the mist. one day. And most people. But I would never be surprised if we found out that he was a ghost from the 1800s. <laughs> That's what's so funny about the picture that I showed you with Sid Caesar. Yeah. Uh-huh. I see. I, I'm, I'm in awe of myself. It's like the Zelig thing that Woody Allen did, where you see a guy in different places throughout history. And you say, how the fuck could that happen? Right. I'm standing with Sid Caesar and Henny Youngman and Milton Berle and Norm Crosby and Jen Murray. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? On yeah. The end? How did that? even happened. And you were older Since than them then. Grammy. That's was, the weird that's thing. <laughs> what's, that, what's, that, what's that movie where the guy never ages in a picture of the... Oh, um, Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray. Yeah. Dorian Gray, yeah. yeah. It's so, until, it's you, until you got that cease these. and desist letter from their attorney. Yes, about posting that the, yeah, then you just didn't know what was all that zany nonsense. How, did, how did you first meet Jeffrey? Um, Jeffrey's always there. He's just a yes. figure in my life. <laughs> he's become, yeah, he's always morning, around. Whenever I'm, right. I'm doing any sort of like, like there's a showcase or like any, you know, any kind of like comedy event, 
There's Jeffrey. He's always got a tall drink of water on his arms. Too. Yeah, I know. He has beautiful women. Oh, and he then knows how to pull in that vag, Jeffrey. Yeah. yeah. But Make then, no mistakes. It's all shawls to... and silliness. But when it comes to vag, he means business. <laughs> and yet, you'll never get a story out of him. He's a gentleman. Because we're like, are you? Well, I don't want to say who's with who or who's doing mm-hmm. what. Well, but I've seen important. him at work. He dismisses them, too. He has them there for a while, and he lets them know it's time to go. He gives them two soft pats on the ass. And wow. Told and to exit. Go. Yeah. <laughs> He likes to switch mid-event sometimes. When he's in the middle of a comedy extravaganza, he'll... <laughs> like scarves, basically. Right. You, just cha- you can't stay too long with anyone. He's very confusing, man, because he has these long, sort of flowy hippie shawls that he wears. Yeah. He, yeah. He leads you to believe, um, you know, he's a he's a very folksy guy, but he's also, um, he's a... He's a very serious uh, modern-day pimp, Jeffrey. And, yeah, when it comes to his pre-greased bitches that he orders at these events, he means business. How come you'll sure. never tell us who the women are or your relationship? How do we, Because how come, it's, a, it's a thing that I live by. It's kind of a code. I used to talk about this with Patrice O'Neill. You know, we mm-hmm. did the, the Black Phillip show, and it was all about that. And I would bring people up, and he would want to know. And I said, there's a, there's a certain line of respect when, when a woman... It sounds fucking lame for you to say it, but when a woman shares herself with you, there's something special about that, and I don't think you talk about it. It's nobody's business, basically. No. I think it's immature when guys grew up doing that, talking to each other about who they were with and what they did. I think it's yeah. the meaning. I think it takes away from it, and it's not something that I want to engage in. So, so do you hate just, it when I go like this? Did you get her? Did you get her, Jeffrey? <laughs> huh? What base did you get to? He says, that. I'm not giving yeah, you exactly. any details on that <laughs> escort service. Yeah, that's right. Very just dependable for me. Use, use your imagination. <laughs> exactly. All right. You know how we always do when the comics come in, the comedian who changed their life. The point is you either saw a comedian when you were younger or you met a comedian once your career got started. When Artie Lang came in here, mm-hmm. he gave us the comedian who changed his life. It's up on the Interbang right now. And none of you guys, of course, know who it is. But if you had to guess, who do you think was the comedian who Artie Lang said, that's, that's the person... That I thought that's what David Tell maybe David Tell very oh. good guess I have a thought yeah I think I think it must have been Colin Quinn because he because he credits mm-hmm. Colin Quinn with saving his life and that's such a cool story I mean I don't know if it was Colin Quinn or not but but you know Colin really stepped up when Artie was having a lot of problems and he was in rehab and mm-hmm. his, his suicide attempt it was Colin that was there for him that really brought him back into the fold and helped him attain sobriety and so. Even I would all, guess Colin Quinn. Even though all that's true, yeah, he did not say Colin was the one oh, really? who changed okay. his life. Because he dedicated his book to Colin. Yeah, so who was it? <laughs> and this one shocks the hell out of me, because I d- would never see the connection. He said Richard Lewis. Richard oh, Lewis really? was huh. the comedian who changed his life. Now, for you, I guess it's going to be Woody, Woody Allen? Yeah, I would say, yeah. I would say Woody that, or, or W. C. Fields. Wow, that was my early. Uh, I love W. C. <laughs> you saw Fields. I introduced him to the business. I got I him an love agent. How happy that made you right. guys. <laughs> w. C. Fields is the greatest name ever. Ever, ever, totally yeah. ever. 
And so I don't think he was really uh, as appreciated in his day as he was years later. Oh, is that right? He wasn't a big star? I don't think so. I don't think he was... I, I, I think it took a long time. Uh, uh, he became a cult hero. I know when I was in college, I used to organize W.C. Fields evenings to, for people to watch. Have you ever seen W.C. Fields? Mm-mm. Hello, dear. You know, he had a big yeah, nose. And a cigar, like nose, and a little hat over to the side. I mean, like he How was... How are you, dear? Like, you know, with May like West. the very early days of movies, right? Probably 30s, 1930s. Hmm. But just hysterical shit. You have to watch it. You can't even describe it. Yeah, it's amazing. It. He, he had his own way of speaking. And he was a great influence, and he's just so bizarre that if you see those movies, you automatically become a fan. So I'd say he was an early influence on me. What about for you, Rachel, who's somebody you either looked up to or you met, and they put a little change in you? Uh, I'd say David Tell and um, Billy Burr were some of the first comics that like had me open for them. And so that helped me a lot. And uh, the first comic that gave me my first actual like spot, real paid spot in a show was Jeff Ross. Mm. He saw me on that big bringer show at Caroline's, and I had to bring like twenty eight people to be able to perform. And I was yeah, How hard is that to do? I was so scared that my people weren't there, and I barely knew anybody in New York, so I was just right. be, I, I was just begging like strangers in bars. I remember there was this guy Rufus that I met in a bar. He was like the head of some sort of pool league at this bar, and he would come every time. He would come to everyone, and he was of your shows. Yeah, yeah. and he I barely knew him. He would just come. He was so dependable. I'd, I'd come up to it. I'd be like, Rufus, I've got to get my twenty five people. And he'd be like, I'll be there, Shorty. He was just so sweet, and he'd always be there. Rufus, without questions, he would show up. Um, but I was real tense and like scared because I was like, I'm not going to have my people, and then I was all nervous because Jeff was hosting, and that was that time where every time I talked to any professional comedian, I just was like a blabbering mm-hmm. moron. I tried to be funny and did every awful thing you could try to. I know it's yeah. crazy when you meet your idol. That's how. That's what happened when I met Woody. It's you're you're at a loss. You never for told us that story. What happened there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not falling for that again. again. I'm not falling for that again. But where are you from originally? You uh, said when you first came to New York. Where'd you come from? I grew up in Bethesda, uh, Maryland. I moved to New York when I was 17. But uh, but yeah. So Jeff Karen gave let me you come? my parents. Yeah, they 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 were pretty supportive and stuff. I moved there here with this guy and his band and uh, uh, yeah. But uh. But Jeff um, was like the comic on that show, and like it was like one of those bringer shows. But they have one professional comic, and he came up afterwards and offered to get me a spot at Boston Comedy Club, That's which right. was then That's Comedy Belgium. Yeah, all, all the time. And uh, I thought it was in Boston. I was like, why would there be a club in New York <laughs> called Boston? It's the most foolish name I've ever heard. But um, Barry Katz, yeah. And then he called, I remember he called me the next day. He like got my number. He said he's setting it up. And he called me the next day and he's like, I'm on the treadmill, kid. I just thought that was like so cool. That he's, like, <laughs> he's doing well. Calls. I was like, wow, he's really. Yeah. And then he's like, I hooked it all up or something. And um, Jeffrey Ross? Was Jeffrey on the Ross. Was, yeah. He was on the last <laughs> time he worked out, right? <laughs> it was really sweet. And then, um, yeah. So there's a few. You always remember people that would say those things and then immediately do those things. And then some people would say them and not do them. And he just the very next day did the thing that he said. And it was all very easy. And he oh, cool. Yeah, it was my first time I'd gotten paid to do comedy, so I was so excited. Very exciting, sure. Yeah. Rachel Feinstein's with us. Her comedy special for Comedy Central Presents is taping March 26th in Boston at the Royal Theater. If you go to her website, rachel-feinstein.com, or at her Twitter, at Rachel Feinstein, you can get free tickets to that. And you can see her at the stand tonight and Saturday and Sunday. I'm running the caption contest with her and Shaq up here. I'm going to go through some of these. 
Um, I didn't know Judy Jetson was a spinner. Well, yeah, I guess everybody looks uh, <laughs> small next to him. Shaq's pocket is as big as my swimming pool. Uh, white shoes, a black, and a Jew. I don't even quite get that one. Um, I prefer the original movie with Faye Ray. Oh, that's just, seriously. That's just straight racism. That's racism. It's hurtful. Um, (laughs) You know you're hot when I didn't even notice the 12-foot black man next to you. Um, Well, merci beaucoup. Hmm. Shaq using a green screen to disprove rumors that he can't make a free throw. Uh, who photoshopped Jeffrey Gurian out of this picture? <laughs> <You're right. laughs> that might be my favorite so far. You really That's are. Good Quite, a right <laughs> Quite a few pictures. Quite a few pictures. All right, well, it's up on the iBang. Uh, go check it out. It's... Um, it's a frightening shot, actually, when you just see <laughs> how big Shaq is. It's, it looks yeah. like something. It looks like I look. I really look like a midget. I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm five seven, but I, I, I look like like a yeah, some sort of ornament or something next to him. Yeah. Well, when you go on the, uh, on trinket, the site, you trinket, have to keep like a, scrolling down yeah. to see the entire it picture. You really, can't get yeah. it. You're right. It's hard to get. You can't get the whole from head to toe in this. If you go to feet, you just come up to his nose. He's massive. Uh, we got a break here. We'll be uh, right back. Plug away, Fez. Oh, sure. Jeffrey Grayan's with us. He is performing this Friday, March this Friday. 7th, mm-hmm. at the Metropolitan Room on West 22nd Street. It's called The Dirty Show with Jeffrey Grayan. <laughs> the filthy <laughs> quadruple X-rated show. Right? You, you do like, that's all I do. You do like working clean, though, right? I prefer it. I can work both ways, but I, I prefer working clean. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he's at Jeffrey Gurian on Twitter, <laughs> and you can see Rachel Feinstein tonight at The Stand, also Saturday and Sunday. Her album Thug Tears is available on iTunes, and her Comedy Central Presents special is taping in Boston on March 26th at the Royal Theater. Tweet her to see how you can get free tickets. How's the food at The Stand? They never said. Oh my God, it's so good. They have a celebrity show. I felt for that, yeah. Yeah, I think about it. I think about it during the day. Oh my God, it's so awesome. They have these cheeseburger dumplings that are incredible. Yeah, and macaroni and cheese. It's like a lot of that. It's like a lot of kind of uh, bar food, but done like really fancy. Really well. well. They have a real fancy like, you know, classic. Seth Levine from the Hamptons. Oh, really? The guy who's the chef. Yeah, from that show. He was on a a reality show. You got a picture with him, don't you? I have an interview with him on Comedy Matters TV. Absolutely. Actually, uh, a woman just got here from Korea, and Jeffrey chased her down the street because he did not have a picture with her. And, you know what I mean? Someone came in in the. I hung out at the airport, yeah. waiting for people just to take a picture with everyone in the world. Yeah, that's, that's my goal. All right, I'm a just going to ask this very quickly: When someone dies, do you always go back and look up your picture with them? <laughs> If it's somebody, yeah, like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Don't you pause, Jeffrey? <laughs> Don't you tell your lies? <laughs> I do. Did I you have up. a Philip Seymour Hoffman picture? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I had the good fortune to meet a lot of people that I that I really respected. It's interesting to me that my paths have crossed with so many people. And I always take a picture mm-hmm. because a picture makes it real to me. I never wanted an autograph. I don't do that. It's not for that reason. And my life never seemed real. It seemed like a movie. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to capture that moment. Well, and, I saw the picture with you, Philip, and Seymour. 
or Hoffman, and you were tying him off, and I was just he, he was going no, it's very incriminating, no more. <laughs> I probably, I'm done. I probably shouldn't have posted that one. Yes, right? that was That's, a mistake. That was the mistake that I that made. Was a mistake. Every once in a while, I you know, I'm the judgment. I am the, the only person me. who felt sorry for his dealer. Yes. I'm the only person like why you know the, everyone in this town, uh, and you just go get that guy. You know, but he can't be in charge of how it much people do. It is an interesting do. comment that you could, yeah, you could deal heroin and people die every day from it. But if you deal it to a celebrity, then you right. could be in big trouble. You're, you're I certainly would never time. sell dope yeah. to a celebrity in case anything went wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Because they, you know, people OD all the time and every no day one cares. People are dying. Nobody says a word. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they busted that guy, they just put up on the post, we're safe. You know, this guy won't get to your children now. Yeah, right. All right, we'll break. We're right back. It's Ron and Fez. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. With the Ron and Fez show with us today, Rachel Feinstein is here on Twitter at Rachel Feinstein. That's where you can tweet to get free tickets for her Comedy Central Presents special taping in Boston March 26th at the Royal Theater. Also, Jeffrey Gurian is here. He's performing this Friday. That's the 7th of March at the Metropolitan Room, West 22nd Street. Also on ComedyMattersTV.com and at Jeffrey Gurian. Now, Rachel is Incredibly funny, really, really attractive, but scarfs donuts down at a frightening, <laughs> frightening rate. Where did they like go? She hasn't eaten in while, a long time. While she's eating a donut, she's talking about other donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasizing. Everyone got really disgusted with the yeah. excitement over feeding time over well, here. Happy Mardi Reminiscing Gras. about donuts she's had in the past. Well, what, they what? didn't mention they were going to do it, and they just brought these delightful treats to me, and it was very exciting. They brought me a plate of amazing donuts. donuts. Well, when I got too close and you went... <laughs> That's what I thought. She really, she's really likes donuts. All right, I'm looking over at the uh, contest that we're doing right now. Is a picture of Rachel and uh, Shaq together, and it's going to be tough to uh, beat this one. That just simply says, "Oh, it's Sarah McPants who says." You hate your dad. We get it. That's going to be a tough one to beat. <laughs> Me or Shaq? I'm <laughs> On the line for that caption contest at theibang.com is Shaq's book, Shaq Uncut, signed by Shaquille O'Neal. Best caption picks up the book. Um, that's a hell of a prize, too. Now, you got to try the creme brulee donut, because that's what they're really known for. <laughs> Should I pretend like I don't want Which it? Which one is no, that? No, I don't no. even know. This little one here. These, these, yeah, these little, little yeah, ones. Those, those yeah. sticky-looking ones? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sticky-looking ones. You just got to just attack oh, and bite yes. into I'm it. Getting Look at that. that. And it's like people fly in for just that to donut. Get that. Yeah, <laughs> to get that donut. From all over, huh? Mm. Um, <laughs> Here's uh, Mikey. Mikey, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron. Yes. Hey, I'm just calling about Rachel, man. She is a hottie. A hottie? That's something like someone's uncle would say. (laughs) Why don't you go for her? She's a real hottie. She's the cat's pajamas, huh? She sure is. She's changing the image of female comedians. (laughs) 
The um, <laughs> the the weird thing and I always remembered about uncles that they would always tell you to go for it like they did when they were younger. Yeah. Just go for it. <laughs> Just walk right up there. But the weird thing is now this happens to me when you look at younger people everyone looks attractive to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when I was younger, I could remember, I could tell the difference between 15-year-old girls, but now they all look adorable. Everybody looks the same. They they all look just great. Just go for it. And they're like, her? I'm like, yes. Don't be so gay. Get in there. Go Go for it. Shelby, you... You're ready to start dating soon, right? Yeah, I need to get in there. You're ready? That that was jarring. Yes. (laughs) Because that's that's just not for peeing anymore. You're going to have to start and use that for other purposes. Shelby, is it fair to say you're backed up? Is that what you meant? Just that. Yeah, start hitting the market. You know, I thought we were going to have this talk later. I mean, I'm not ready for this yet. (laughs) Do you worry? Are no. you concerned about yourself? No, not at all. Because the other day you said to me that girls don't like you because you don't have much of an ass. Because I think <laughs> with that, with those eyes and those lips, I thought the girls would be crazy about them. But you say that you you lack in an ass and that. Uh, if, I mean, if you have nothing, I mean, can you really say you lack? I mean, it's just zero, like negative ass. Why do you worry about yourself like that? Are girls looking for ass? For ass? I've never heard such an idea in my life. I never heard a girl yeah, checking out. Yeah, yeah you got to let go of this. It's, it shouldn't burden you any longer. Yeah, I don't look for a man with like a robust ass. If anything, you look for big yeah. lips. Yeah. Exactly, I yeah. look for voluptuous, voluptuous lips. lips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a giving mouth. <laughs> I mean, but I just like to have like a little something. It's like concave. I mean, those hard subway seats. I'm like, I need a little. Everything hurts. I think this little... discussion may prevent yeah. you from wrangling more women. You shouldn't. Be <laughs> Even worry about this at all in your in your search. Don't even think. Of, don't give it a second thought. You don't think that a lot of women like guys with low self esteem. If I met a girl my age that listened to the show, I mean, I you're in there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that come? Was that God? Yeah, that's, that's Chris that's, over there, otherwise known as God. Right? Oh, right. Okay, there. God he is. of the control. See, room. I don't think men should worry about their looks or be a cutter. That's the two things, and you're worried about both right now. It's the only way I can feel. Well, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. I've just never heard a guy complaining that his ass isn't big enough. I have never heard, it heard anything, any such thing. Fortunately, women don't judge men. I've no, the way we men never. Judge I don't think women. I've ever been in a discussion about a man's ass. Right, go stand against happening now. Go stand with yeah. your nose against the door. Go put your nose on Voss. Go ahead over there. So we could just see if we could even tell. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's some deeply problematic ass, but I imagine it's going to be just pull that shirt up. Yeah, pull your shirt up a little pull bit. Pull your jacket up. Yeah, there. there's no ass there whatsoever. No. <laughs> we tried to recreate the Born in the USA album cover, and it was just a red hat. No, that... Um, Here, that have a, a donut, boy. <laughs> Come on, get involved. Stick it in your back pocket. Yeah, stuff it Seriously, let me just say this. This was the best reference of Fez's life, <laughs> because it did look like it was the Born in the USA cover, but in a very thin... For kind anorexic of a, girls. Kind of a knockoff <laughs> Asian market. <laughs> that we were after there. I remember that that album. My parents had it when I was a kid, and I remember looking at it, thinking like it was so cool. Like one day I'll meet a guy with the wears blue jeans like that. And I just thought it was like, yeah, that so guy takes risks like Jeffrey Gurry. <laughs> no one takes risks like that. Not even me. One day I'll meet a bad boy that wears. Now Jeffrey, you always got beautiful women around you. Why can't give? 
Give Shelby at least one thing to give him some. Yeah, confidence. come on, give him a tip. How do you well, beckon these women? If you're not going to tell us what happens in that, in that, it's, uh, it's just a question of confidence. You have to just picture yourself being with them. That's all. It's not. I think women. There's no tricks to it. You can't do tricks. Women are too smart. You just have to be yourself and if, and be in touch with your feminine side. Be in touch with you know. Show us how you summon these women, Jeffrey. Come on, show us your beckoning skills. It's We're not, not asking you to not ta- a, talk yeah. about the godless it, things that happen in your apartment. I'm saying. Yeah. Just show this young man who's concerned about his ass. Yes, well, I don't know. I, I relate to women on a... I don't even know how to describe it. I happen to love women. I think women are very special. I think they function on a higher level than men. And I respect them that way. And so I You're guess using that, the gas from the dentist's office, aren't you? Maybe they get that, right? It's <laughs> definitely gassing them. <laughs> the laughing gas. Yeah, I know... I can't explain it. I don't know. Everybody has a certain But how do you karma. start a conversation? Everybody you saunter over to well, a no lady you've never do you, met do you before? you start a conversation the same way with everybody you meet? No. I, it oh, depends Jeffrey, on what's happening at the time. I don't believe this This, this is what yeah. women say. Jeffrey, I don't know. I think I want to go... Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the hair is just distraction. I think it's just numbers. You know what it is? I think it's just numbers. I think much like everybody... I think he just bothers them so much... There's probably like 50 texts on your phone Until right now that say, in. please stop contacting me. Never contact me again. <laughs> but then the other thing is people but, worry that Jeffrey's alone. Like if it's a holiday, people think he's alone. Well, people don't think that I have anything normal. When they find out I have kids, they're like, you have children? They were surprised that I even had a pet, that I had a dog. You, you do so have I children. Have, yeah, I have How long have you been abandoning uh, them? Uh, amazing. <laughs> two daughters, yeah. I'm blessed that way. No, but people, I, I have a very strange... I don't know what it is. The energy I give off that that I don't do anything that other people do. Right. That I have an unusual life and that I live in a, a cave they, somewhere or something. They, they think you hang in a closet a until you come out to the next down, comedy right. show. Right. Yeah, <laughs> very mystical being is what I get from people because they're shocked to hear that I have children, that a woman trusted me enough to have children with Were me. Were you married at one point? Sure, of course. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. married for 12 years. You're leaving out the estranged part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Green's performing at the Metropolitan Room on West 22nd Street this Friday, that's March 7th, on Twitter at JeffreyGurian.com and online ComedyMattersTV.com. Here with Rachel Feinstein, who, if you tweet at Rachel Feinstein, you can get free tickets to her Comedy Central special. Comedy Central presents Rachel Feinstein in Boston. That's coming up on March 26th at the Royal Theater. And tonight at The Stand, also Saturday and Sunday in New York City. Hey, uh, Frank in Atlanta. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's going on over there? <laughs> we're doing a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing over here. We're trying to keep it down. <laughs> he said that like he was calling that. the warehouse to make sure everybody was getting their stock in for the day. Yeah. What's going on? I, I like that. I don't, lose, I don't get these donuts off because I'm at the gym every day, but you guys are underselling Rachel because she's freaking fucking hot. Well, I'm hotties. This hottie bullshit. So but I'm driving you know, up 85, <laughs> and I'm like, let me see what this bra looks like, and I'm like, holy shit. But here's the thing. Number one, I'm not here. This isn't a dating. <laughs> show i'm not trying no, to sell her two i've seen i've seen her with five donuts in her mouth at the same time <laughs> i've seen she just took a plunger i was just shoving donuts down so i'm getting a different view no obviously 
She's a beautiful, beautiful young woman, but we're selling the comedy <laughs> thing. So we have Jeffrey Gurry and Andy. You should see this broad he brought with him, too. Some, some fellas like that. Sometimes they like a girl that likes a, a big meal. A girl who can no, stuff I, her I, mouth. Yeah. I appreciate a girl. I'm a, big, just... I'm a big fan of, like, when you go out to dinner that women eat with, you know, like it's fun. Yeah. Like it's exactly. an enjoyable yeah. night out. Right. Not making believe they're not hungry. Right. I like no. to do this game with guys where I, I'll be like, I really want a cheeseburger, but, um, no, I'll be like, I really want a salad, like a chicken salad or something. I'm like, but I'm going to order a cheeseburger and then I want you to stop me and like reorder for me because I just think it's hilarious, you know? <laughs> and I, it's like a good test of like you're out with somebody to see if they're fun or not, you know, or like if they're going to deal with my nonsense. So I'll just be like, I'll, I'll start to order and I'll be like, um, I'll have a double cheeseburger and then I'll see if the guy will be like, dead not so fast. All right. You're really puffing up and we're really trying to track your intake. I'll tell you what she'll have. She'll have a salad and that's it. And I'll be like, but I, I wanted, I was hoping that it shut up. Um, I just feel like you can see, you can, if a guy will play like a fun loving game like that, that says a lot, right. you know? Would you do it with me, Jeffrey? Absolutely. Okay. I will do whatever you want, Rachel. Oh, you rock me, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Oh, Jeffrey really I've told you that me. many times. I whisper that to you at shows. <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah, but it's funny. She's the image of female comedians. In what way? <laughs> she's hot. She looks good on stage. What are you no, saying? None ago, of the other like, comedians no, are attractive. Oh there are women who look who look great, but years ago you didn't think of that. And the old, I'm talking about the old days. Women would make themselves look less attractive. Didn't look they like have Lucille to? Lucille Wall. Yeah. You know, um, Joan in the Carol early days. They Joan, were beautiful if you women. see sure. Joan, Joan in the 1960s, she used I think to, she's still beautiful. Yeah, but but in the 1960s, she used to go in the other direction. Where big, you know, kind of baggy clothes and stuff. Phyllis she always Diller. did dog Phyllis, jokes about herself. And Phyllis Diller. I mean, they, uh, women always played themselves down. It's different now. You can come out and be, you know, people don't have to have that image that women comedians have to be plain looking. You see that, Rachel, Shelby? There's the a forefront. place for you in the future. When Thank you made God. love to Ruth Buzzy, you told her, don't <laughs> you hide me, Ruth. Thing. Come out. <laughs> don't this, you hide yeah. in those drinks. Me and Artie Jackson double-teamed her. This amazing, makes me yeah. want to look to see if Ruth Buzzy's still alive. I'm so... Yeah. Yeah. You just gave me that? Yeah, Ruth Buzzy is still alive. So you think if your <laughs> brain is ever. Google, you just rolled your eyes back? <laughs> She's still alive. I just downloaded that with my eyes. From just his, to do a search of my own hard drive. When Jeffrey right. gave Rita Rudner the time, he says, listen, Rita. <laughs> <laughs> he says, stop, your, stop hiding in all those skinny ties. If, um, exactly. if he doesn't really feel like he's getting good oral sex, we'll give him the light. He just stands, <laughs> <laughs> just stands and time's up. That's it. That's it. Next. See how classy I was? I said oral sex. Oral sex. I, I thought that was wrong. Yeah, I really. I what a gentleman. touch, I thought. Well, you know, I, I party with the Rockefellers. <laughs> so it's the way we talk. That's it. You wear an ascot. I saw you on the weekend. Mm -hmm. A silk ascot when he goes out. Have you ever worn an ascot before, I, I wore though? an ascot to high school. Did you? <laughs> I fucking thought I was Cary Grant. I sure. Think. I, I, wore, I, fucking had, I really did. I wore a silk ascot to high school. Well, that was good to uh, wipe your nose with when the kids kept punching right. you. <laughs> wipe the blood away. This and is I, I, actually, I, started, I tucked my pants into my socks. I tried to start. A, I was, was a strange kid. I think. No, <laughs> you wouldn't no, believe no, it. So to look at me now, but not I was. Uh, yeah, I tried to start a style like that. Sure, I love your saddle Junior shoes, Gary. Oh, yeah, two tone. 
That's it. Well, it goes great. Clothing's supposed to be fun, man, right? It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to not only should you enjoy what you wear, but people who see what you wear should enjoy it. And when you choose it's your special Purell center. belt that you wear. <laughs> That's right. I choose that purpose. You purposely. say, I want something rubber. I want it to be fun. I can use any color Purell. I chose red. because He chose red, a red rubber red Purell belt, belt that he has hanging <laughs> off. He has a little red, little, it's like a little satchel for his Purell that's hanging off his That's belt right now. It's a utility belt, belt for a germaphobe. So you get to it easily. <laughs> I think there's probably a knockout paste in there for girls. <laughs> Purell? <laughs> Care for some Purell? Yes. If you go to the com, you can enter the caption contest. Great photo of Shaq along with Rachel Feinstein. She does uh, Uncut with Shaquille O'Neal Wednesdays on True TV. Throw in a caption there, your chance to win Shaq's book, Shaq Uncut. Signed by Shaquille O'Neal. Johnny McJames just writes reparations to this. Um, uh, Five minutes later, Shaq performs a solo rotisserie. Uh, Okay, Shaq, I'm not taking a 12th picture. When I count the potato, look to the camera. Shaq O'Neal for prostate health. This is what happens to an overprotective father. Um, for the real, for real and true, Mister, can I keep her? <laughs> it's funny, Shaka as a urologist. Can you imagine? Mm. <laughs> what other fields can you be in when you're seven feet tall? Thank God he's good at basketball, right? See if you like this one. Jewy Jetson meets the first black terrestrial. I don't know. I think that goes a little too far. <laughs> little, a little too far. Either of you uh, free on April seventh? Is it in yet? So your child is a victim of sexual abuse. One of these captions will be winning. Uh, But you can also, if you want to, send a tweet to Rachel. At Rachel Feinstein. At Rachel Feinstein on Twitter. Tweet Rachel. Also, check into getting free tickets to her Comedy Central Presents special, taping in Boston on March 26th at the Royal Theater. You can also write it on my fan page at Rachel Feinstein, official fan page on uh, Facebook. So you're into all the social media. Oh, yes. I'm in deep. Instagram. And we have a picture together. That's good. (laughs) That's That's good. (laughs) We have our engagement photos up. Yeah. (laughs) On Instagram. (laughs) One day you'll look at it and Jeffrey's picture will just fade. (laughs) 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 He's not in the mirror. What just happened? He's not in the mirror. Oh, Um, you know, Ellen is in some hot water now because of hosting the other night. Transvestites are mad at her for a joke that she did. What was the joke? Do you remember, Fez? It was when she was pointing out Liza Minnelli in the audience and said, we have the world's greatest Liza Minnelli impersonator here. Good job, sir. Right. And that's oh, insulting. On. You're kidding. People yeah. got offended. That, yeah, transvestites well, did. If anybody, I would think maybe Liza Minnelli would be offended. But well, particularly would, because it wasn't even her idea to go. They they invited her. Said you because we're singing your mom's song. Oh, by the way, there's going to be a transvestite joke done about you. But yeah, Liza seemed like she rolled with it, right? Um, she seemed a little confused. I had heard reports that she was upset about it afterwards. I'm sure, she's been confused since the seventies. <laughs> But why did transvestites, wouldn't they see Ellen as being like kind of the gay queen to them? That's where the problem comes in. Mm. Because Ellen goes on her daytime show 
talks about bullying, does PSAs, right. talks about you know gender-related issues, homosexuality. Then she takes a dig at transgender people. They're going to all of a sudden say, wait a minute, what the, what's the deal? I thought you were on our side. <laughs> That's, That's where the problem point, comes in. That's an interesting point, that when you make a comment about someone, that it's a form of bullying. If right. it was Seth MacFarlane the year before, it probably would have just been, oh, that's Seth MacFarlane. He's, you know, he's teasing Liza Minnelli. Mm-hmm. When you have someone who's a spokesperson for the LGBT. What? The LBGT. LBGT? Yes. What's that? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Okay. Community. Fucking starving right now. <laughs> I say, just have the BLT, rest of this. Right? I seriously can't eat anymore. I want to impress you guys and finish the ninth donut. No. No. I, please, please. You. No. Come on. I see you staring at it here. Put it down. <laughs> no, I can't eat it. We'll wrap it to go. You yeah. take it to go with you. Yeah. That's all. As a, as a, Put it under your pillow for later. <laughs> as a memory of the show. Here. We'll take a picture of you holding that. Like this a lovely man with a petite ass. Oh, thanks. This will go straight to my ass, hopefully. <laughs> Only so, if you drop it down the back of your and, pants. And how did you get here? You, what's what's your relationship with all these people? I don't know. I just showed up one day, and you, who knows? Are you Jeffrey's son? Is that <laughs> it? All makes it. It's all adding up now. He's um, well. We adopted him at a kennel. He's one of the, his. His last they family was him, abusive. They, they fed him once, and he kept coming back. <laughs> That's a cult situation. So you, you, you're on the sides of the transvestites of this one, Fez? Yeah, yeah, I totally understand where they're coming from. Where it's like, what the hell, Ellen? I thought we had an ally here. But joke's a joke, though, I right? I thought it was a joke, yeah. See, Fez wants to be gay. He's, I am gay, Rachel. Okay, all right. <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm in trouble for some reason? Because you're gay. Rachel, here's what happened. He's gay, but he hasn't had sex yet. Mm, I see. Right. So is that gay? I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> is that gay or is his mustache just too big? <laughs> must- right, our feeling was question. if you grow a mustache that big it's a block it's a, it means something oh I didn't know that well it, it's obvious it's like a, putting up a fence around your house oh that's right it's you basically know? a hair I haven't heard that before yeah. people are going to want to kiss you. you pardon me I'm going to clean your glasses oh you really okay. you know you think oh, Fez you. yeah, is horrible. you've shut you. the world out with your hair curtain that's what you've done right now well it's a statement yeah. Which is exactly I've the opposite, because he's such a warm, loving individual, that it's, a, it's, it's the opposite of what you would expect. That's why Tom See, like, felt. your mustache is nice and short, mm. so, well, people, so people off. can kiss you. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Look how nice. Rachel cleaned my glasses comes. for me. <laughs> how nice. And she cleaned it with a donut, though. You've got to be very careful with her. <laughs> but I can actually see now. How yeah. wonderful. Thank you. See, right. That's all I've that. ever wanted for That's you. That's a nice thing. Pardon me? That's all I've ever wanted for well, you, it's Jeffrey. It's a wonderful thing. I want you to have a clear path in front of you for you to. <laughs> At all times. <laughs> Is it scary now that you can <laughs> see? But no, well, wait, I want to know what statement your hair makes. I have whippets. What is yeah, it? Now I have this little. Okay, now I can see. I don't. Have He's to bringing use out this all kinds anymore. of trinkets well, now. Oh, He's oh, brought yes. some That's sort of a little flashlight, a fancy flashlight to, to see because well, it's a flashlight that works during the day. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know, because for years people only use the flashlight at night. <laughs> Makes no sense. Oh. Why shouldn't you see where you're going during the day too, right? <laughs> the show is called a... uh, Upload. By the way, I'm sorry to interrupt oh, your yeah. flashlight chat. My flashlight Upload with Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, yeah. On Wednesdays. On True TV. Upload. Yeah. Who, who texted you? Um, it, my boyfriend just texted me and said the show's called. 
Pop the show! Push the set and you're there to eat donuts! Push up low! Plug! Get the plugs out! Enough with the donuts! What the hell you think you're doing? Who's yelling at me from this? Chris. Oh, Chris. Chris is in the other room. Chris is so terrified. Yeah, Chris is right That's why they keep him in that room. Yeah, we do. He's only allowed out after the show. You bring me these treats, and then I, once it's feeding time, you start shaming me. Now I feel very ashamed. You've got to Sugarheim forgot to plug the reason that you were here. Yes, you're right. Upload True yeah. TV tomorrow. Uh, every Thursday, right? Yes, every Wednesday. Wednesday oh, every Wednesday, 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 every Wednesday. We're going to 10 30 p.m. True TV. There'll be two episodes back to back. Yeah, I don't want you to get smacked by your boyfriend. <laughs> no, I'm in trouble now. Two yeah, episodes, sure. 10 30 sure. and 11 <laughs> on True TV. And also at Rachel Feinstein on Twitter, where you can get free tickets to her Boston show coming up on March 26th. She's taping Comedy Central Presents at the Royal Theater. Mm. I love how you did that. He's, he's Such really power. Good. Yeah, he even even his stance is very powerful. He He's does. the one in control in this room, that's for <laughs> that, sure. That's how he like everyone else is sitting down. He stands, He's standing right. up. He's he's Authority. the one who does the plugs. He has a towering presence here. Right. Yeah. He's known as Mr. Confidence. He's That's me. The, he's our cake horn. I don't yeah. even, you know, at at the end of the day, that's what he's there for. Um here's um Here's Bo in Toronto. You're on the Run of Fez show. Oh, hey, guys. Congratulations on the new show. It's awesome. Uh, I missed the beginning of the show, but you guys were talking about the Oscars a little bit earlier. Did you guys see, after John Ridley's uh, acceptance speech, him being snubbed by Steve McQueen and then, like, him snubbing Steve McQueen during his speech? Didn't mention him, didn't thank him. Yeah, well, didn't mention him. The writer, too, yeah. uh, the director wanted his name on the script. Yeah, but the writer... man, that was a public display of hate. Yeah, but this happens sometimes that, and you know, Jeffrey, you're a writer, sometimes uh, a producer or a director will tweak one thing and then want... And then want credit for it. And then want credit. Yeah. Or, you know, some actor will say, but I improv that scene. But what they did is just, you know, change one line to another line. It's not the same as a Christopher Guest or Larry David improv scene. So Totally true. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's, it's strange that, you know, given the subject matter, the lack of solidarity between those two, uh, I don't mean to come off racist or it anything. It does sound racist. It's, <laughs> it sounds like light-skinned blacks think they're better than dark-skinned black. Black on black. Yeah. Okay, guys, thanks. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's why the writers have a union, to protect writers of that type of thing. Because in the old days, 17 names would pop up on it. Or even if you do a rewrite, you don't necessarily get... The end credit, you know? But you know what's interesting about movies like that? The people who need to see them will never see them. A movie like that. Uh -huh. Like, I don't need to see a movie telling me slavery is bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, are there really people that are on the fence about that? Fez. Fez, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Fez it. Fez is from Florida. They ruined the He's ending for me, so I won't see it. He's for child slavery. <laughs> Fez grew up down south. Great supporter of child and slavery. And his team was called, and I'm not making this up, the high school where he and his sister went to was called the Rebels, and there would be the Confederate flag. Still, is it still there this oh, day? Yeah. Still to this day, they fly the Confederate flag, and they'll go like, and I've heard people down there go like this, well, really, this country has two flags. I'm like, no. Nah, there no. are people that, uh, when I went to dental school, I was banned from school because I grew a mustache and you weren't allowed. And the guy who banned me had a Confederate flag in his office and a sign that said, The South will rise again. 
Yeah. And that's how he conducted his business. You told this one. People who were yeah, around. Did you already yeah. this one? Okay. So that when I went to dental story. school, is how you know it's most. That's thing. how you know a riveting story is <laughs> coming. By the way, that's back in dental school. <laughs> that's how he gets checked. Right. Well, this is interesting. Back reminds me of my time. floating in a sea of pussy yeah. and sin. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you think Southerners aren't going to see this? You no, think, I just think, I don't you know think about Southerners, Southerners still just anybody who slavery. needs to see a movie like People slave shouldn't owners. need to be taught that slavery is wrong. Where did that concept ever come up with in the first place? That you own another human being. But who, here's who the, the fuck ever thought of that? The Bible. You, you love yeah. fashion, right? Do you know how many of those people that make clothing are like making 10 cents a day and are 8 years old? I mean, it's out there still, you know, in, in Asia. No, I'm talking about the, the slavery we had in this country. Oh, in this country. He doesn't care about any place. Yeah. Let the Asians fend for themselves. Right. What part of Jeffrey humanity Durian. is that sick that you think you can own another person? You need to teach people that. It should be part of. It should come. Jeffrey, we to understood you. your initial points. Right? Yeah, we so jumped off get, from yeah. that. We're not still in oh, dental oh, school. Yeah, we've moved on. Now he's making a counterpoint that you know there's still slavery still going on. Yes. And then he mentioned some things that happened in Asia, and you said fuck the Asians. I don't care. That out to make yeah. a bigger point. He said, I don't recognize their humanity. And then and you actually then pulled your eyes back and were like doing jokes about it. Like, <laughs> me God, making I have a clothes. Chinese girlfriend. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, that's not true. Oh, uh, we got to get out of here. You were wonderful today, Thanks by the way. Thanks for having me, you guys. This and was so fun. I hope we didn't get you in trouble with your boyfriend. I hope you did all your plugs properly the way you're supposed <laughs> to. You're... You, you know, she she gets that text. And she's like, "Oh my god, I was nervous." Let me plug this. No, I wanted to make sure I plug it correctly. You have a right just to politely remind me. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna even plug it when you're not here. We'll talk about really? it all week. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thanks you guys. Thanks yes, so much. You were delightful. Thanks for oh, having me in and feeding me promo. and everything. Yeah, you got a hearty appetite. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you be insecure about your ass, young man. I won't. I learned a valuable lesson today. It is. That's great. <laughs> Jeffrey Gurian performing at the Metropolitan Room on West 22nd Street this Friday night. That's the 7 p.m. show. Come see me. We'll take a picture together. Oh, nice. <laughs> TV.com and at Jeffrey Gurian on Twitter. Rachel Feinstein tonight at The Stand, also Saturday and Sunday at The Stand in New York City. You can check out her album, Thug Tears, available on iTunes. Wednesday night, that's tomorrow night, two episodes of Upload with Shaquille O'Neal on True TV. Coming up in Boston on March 26th, she's taping her Comedy Central Presents special at the Royal Theater. Please make sure you tweet at Rachel Feinstein on Twitter to get free tickets and to say hello to Rachel. And I also want to apologize to our guest, Godfrey. We didn't have time for him. Uh, sorry, but I promise we will book him back. Absolutely. You know, and uh, we'll see <laughs> we'll make room for him. Jeffrey bumped him. Yeah, we'll see yeah. him on another day. Make room for him next time. All right. That's it for us. See you guys in here tomorrow. So, uh, that's the end of my show. Dog. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watched it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV. Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of love
Listening to the Ron and Fez show. It's now over, but don't worry, you can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand.